three, two, one, live. Welcome to another installment of the Cool Kids Table podcast. We call it the cool. We call it Cool Kids Table, but in order to get the domain and the website and all that, you gotta go like unique. So it's the Cool Kids Table podcast. This is episode. I don't even say the episode. So I don't know why I'm starting off with that shit. So who cares what episode it is? Um, you know the website. If you don't listen at the end, I might post it there or if I can say it. Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Follow it on it if you want. Um, my guest today is my brother, my great friend. I've known this guy for a while. He was one of the original three. I think his was episode two. I'm pretty sure it was episode two. And one of the fucking coolest people I've ever met. George, you there? What's up, you illegal cocksucker? Fuck the Rona, boy. <laughs> yeah, I am illegal. I, I am proud of that. Wet back and proud. Essential but illegal. What's up, you fucking... Yeah, oh, let's no, just no, jump into it. Fucking um, episode... One of the quarantine episodes, I had Fabian. Fabian Ojeda. Shout out to him and his podcast, Ignorance is Strength Podcast. Ignorance is Strength Podcast. Great show. And he asked me during that episode... Do you know anybody with Corona? And I was like, I've heard certain friends, certain families, but no, you know, it was kind of taboo almost. Nobody wanted to say that they had it. And shortly thereafter, he posted that he had it. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I heard of other friends that had it. And now I got friends that families have it, you know, like, oh, shit. And then you go ahead and tell them how, what was it, like a week ago? Fuck, I mean, it was like... Um so it was a week ago, Wednesday. I just happened to be talking to one of my boys. I had real bad sinuses. Uh, I get them like once a year, so I didn't think nothing of it, but these weren't going away. With medicine, they wouldn't go away for like a day at all. And I'm like, fuck, you're bugging me like a motherfucker. I had a headache. Um, and my homie was like, hey, fool, uh, I'm going to get tested as raw. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Because like, his girl makes him go like once a month since this whole thing started. Ah, fuck it, I'm, I'll, I'll sign up. So I went. Uh, yeah, I ended up going. I ended up going by myself actually. And then uh, I did it. It was a Wednesday. I literally like that day I went. Maybe the day before, and I had already had the, the thing. I had like, lost my my taste, but I'm also diabetic, so I thought like, oh fuck, that shit happens sometimes when you, when you uh, sugar goes so high, you lose your taste. So I'm like, ah oh, fuck. So you know, I was taking my medicine. Like, oh, I should come back in a day or two. And then um, I picked up my niece. She had just taken a bath, and I picked her up, and I'm like, I didn't smell shit. And I'm thinking in my head, like, my sister fucking not use soap on her, or what the fuck? Did you give her a good bath? Like, I can't smell no soap looking. So I put her down, and then I was just like, uh, I go, I get something, and I smell it. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't smell shit. And I remember uh, that being one of the symptoms of uh, Corona. So then, like, Took my test or whatever it was, and I was kind of like, fuck. So from that time, I kind of like already stood away from people. I just seemed like from there, I said, ah, two, three days to get my results. I'll stay away from everybody. Uh, so what I did, stood away. I got them back Sunday, about four, uh, it was Sunday morning, so pretty much like three days later, I got them back. And then, uh, yeah, fucking right there, I said, first I said, detective, something, something, and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So in my head, I didn't want to think I had fucking coronavirus. I look like, oh, on the fucking site instead of the app. So right when I went on the site, he said, oh, detected, uh, detected, 
on the thing means positive test for little little COVID nineteen dash coronavirus that all that shit. And I was like, oh fuck! And I just happened to get to go to the restroom, and my dad was in the living room at like fucking four in the morning. And I said, hey, like, what? I'm scared that fool? He's like, hey, I got the Rona. He's like for real? I'm like yeah. And then I guess my mom heard it. She's like, what happened? And I was like, oh, I got the motherfucking Rona, boy. So, and it actually happened during that time. Um, during that time, everybody else in the family lost their teeth, but to smell. So, uh, everybody got this shit. You <laughs> don't know how? Yeah. But we did. Uh, I'm not a, I'm pretty sure I'm good now. Uh, my dad got tested. He's good. I'm uh, I, I'm just like my dad. Same thing. Everything happened around the same time. Actually, all of us around the same time. They were noticing around the same time as me. Like, oh, I got smell, I got tea. Uh, my mom, everything back where at least my brother and, and his girl are kind of um, barely. So they probably got it from one of us. Uh, but yeah, but, but pretty much. No, actually, my brother's getting his shit back. So we're all around the same thing. It's my brother's girl. She was like the last one. So my brother most likely gave it to her, wherever he got it from, one of us, wherever we got it from. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's not a, I don't want to, there's a lot of fucking people out there just fucking crying and bitching and, and everything, but uh, the worst part is isolation. The the It never scared me to get it, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I have a... Uh, now it's up to 99 point, I believe, 6 7% chance of surviving. But uh, it was more just, man, I want to be in the fucking bed for a week, sick as fuck. But, uh, yeah, I got it. Never got never got too sick. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm fucking 100% out. Every day I got up in the morning, went outside, did my yard, fed my dog, messed my dog. Came back to the whole house. I didn't, so it's not like I just had to be in one room. So we all have like our own can of fucking Lysol, spray the handle, spray everything because the baby's here. But from what I read and from what the doctor told uh, my sister, they were very, un- very unlikely to get it. Uh, she got checked on Thursday. She's good. Uh, not everybody's good in the house, so she, she's good. Uh, and even if the kids do get it, uh, especially her age, like they're not showing symptoms. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was the most... Uh, probably just the hardest part. Like, fuck, I don't get my knee sick. I mean, everybody else is older, we're all older, and we can, we can handle it. But my niece, you know, they say younger, and I was thinking, like, oh, maybe her, her immune system was, of course, not as strong as ours, but so she was stronger than all of us during this whole time. She's the one motherfucker that gets sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, so isolation has been the most, the hardest thing. Uh, from what I've read and I've done reading during this time and there's nothing else to do. Uh, it's it's not dying, but it's weakening. That's why a lot of people have it. More people get it, but they don't know they have it because it's, it's so weak. So then they go pass it to whoever, go pass it to whoever, and then they're getting, you know, their immune system's fighting again, the weak virus. And then the next person's fighting again, a weak virus. And, you know, it's going on and on from there. That's why, yeah, the the cases are up, but the deaths are another eighty percent even down. That's why the now, like I said, the the rate of uh, survival is ninety nine point 
six, seven or something like that. But, I mean, even as many people that are dying, of course, nobody died from that. So you want to have a vaccine or whatever it is. But I mean, fuck, that's what we could do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody got to get everybody's trying the hardest to, to, to fix this, to find a cure. But I mean, I just, I want to tell people, I, like, I want to say it out there, like put on a post or, or something, but I know people have have uh, had different uh, outcomes from it with family members. It's, it's not as bad as everybody makes it seem. Uh, like Fabian said, say, hey, stay hydrated. And that's pretty much what I do. It's about, like every, my, my thing would be every, uh, every couple of days I snuck out and I, uh, put a mask on and I, I, either early in the morning or real late at night, I would go to 7-Eleven, get Gatorades, my drinks, and this, and this jab come straight home. Uh, in the, in the, in the 10 days I've known I've had it, I did that maybe four, three times. So it's not like every day I'm going and leaving. Like I did like two, three times. Uh, and I always, I wore the mask the whole way. Uh, I felt like a dork that I wore it in my car. Uh, yeah, but I just went out there, you know, got my stuff, came back. Real late at night, actually, right when you text me, I just literally got back from, I walked the dog like at 10 o'clock. Now, usually like 9.30. I go for like a mile walk with the dog, uh, come back, because uh, no one's around. And I have the dog, and if there are people, usually they're just walking, so they, they go away from me because the dog, because my dog's still a puppy. He's only four months, but he's pretty big, or five months. And he kind of like, he still wants to jump on you or bark. So he, they fucking go on the other side, so they get away from me. So I've been around nobody. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, I think the isolation is, is the worst part. And that's what I see, like, of course, I, I see both sides of uh, of the argument that everybody posts, like, stay inside, wear your fucking mask. And, and just says, like, dude, like, fucking open shit up. I see both sides. I know there's, I, I've got, I mean, there's pretty sure there's people out there I see both sides, but they don't give a fuck and they're not posting anything. Uh, everybody just wants to argue. Everybody just posts something like, I'm going to post this even the fuck disagrees with me. There's always the same cocksuckers on your fucking polls. Not on your post, but where I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's always, you think you're going to get the same, like, I'm going to see same like, reaction. Back. Yeah. Like, it's going to be the same two dickheads going back and forth gonna, that are going to fucking go on there and, and, and argue with you because you already know, like, and you guys say the same shit every post. And it's like, fuck, like, you read Fox News and you read fucking, uh, CNN. Uh, fucking CNN. Like, okay, you read the fucking, what is it called? The Young Turks and, and they still read fucking uh, mainstream media. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm tired of it. I, like, I, like uh, I don't know. It's just like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, of course, you should go out. Uh, if the store requires you to wear a mask, put your mask on, boom. No bitch about it, just do it. If you're outside, walking around, you know you distance. Everybody knows it. So if you're one of the schedule, if you're one of the schedule, it's your lot. Uh, um, and if someone's not wearing a mask, it's move away from them. Why the fuck you talk shit? Of course, if you're in the store, they shouldn't even be in there. But like, why you everybody's making put your fucking mask on? Do this, do that. Like, dog, it's like, fuck it. They're they're, they're making their self more vulnerable, not you. No, but let's let's say though the, the argument for that is let's say they have COVID and they don't yeah. have their mask on they're walking around the store. How long have they been there? I'm not saying they're coughing on products. No, no, no. That's the thing. 
stores are fucking, um, pretty much all stores I've been to are, are masks. So don't go fucking go in there if you don't have a mask. Yeah. Like, it, it's I those people that, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but no, but I see those guys like, they're sitting outside on the street. Why the fucking mask on? Because they're on, uh, whatever it is. Like, we'll see the Valley Mall, like, people sit outside, like, we have restaurants or something. And I see those. I think it was Sierra Madre or something. And actually, it was funny because there was a lady from Almighty uh, Resident on the news in Sierra Madre, and they're like, eating right there. And she's like, yeah, she had her mask on. She's like, yeah, you know, this is the norm for right now. And there's the, a white guy just like, yeah, you know, if, if the store asks me to put my mask on, I put my mask on. But, you know, I'm sitting outside my buddy and we're far from each other. And, and the sidewalk, you know, the people don't walk too close to us. So, um, so he was being a total dick. He was like, people don't walk too close to us. You know, I feel more comfortable. I, I feel more uh, comfortable without a mask on. Like, if someone fucking tries to sit next to me with no mask on or whatever, like, I'll move out of the way. But, or with a mask on, like, I'll put my mask on. Uh, but, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, they're fighting, they're fighting for something that it's not going to stop it. I do it. I wore my mask. I quarantined. Oh, yeah. You, you know, my, my, my homeboy's brother passed away, rest in peace. And, uh, and I went to uh, three gatherings in, in the last uh, five weeks. So the last two weeks I didn't go, I had been home, but th- three straight weeks before that, a, sat- uh, a Sunday, a Saturday, and a Saturday, I went to one of my buddies, both times, a lot of people. Like, you were there one time, I think. I was going to say, I, you were there one time. I was there on the Saturday. Yeah, the Saturday. You were on the, the first one for, for Daniel. Uh, what, 100 people there? 150? Yeah. The first time, about a little bit less, and the second time, a little bit, uh, like, around maybe 80. And those are the first time I had been around people. Me too. Uh, Under other, circus, other circumstances, I wouldn't. But, like you said, that's a homie. So, I just kind of, like, threw it into, like, you know, like, should yeah. I go or not? And and I like, more, yeah, and then that was more me showing respect because I, yeah. I, I didn't know him. I, didn't, I honestly didn't know him, but well, his brother's brothers, cool as fuck. One of the, one of the coolest dudes I, I, I met. And I was like, you know, I, got, I want to go be there, support him, donate, hang out with the guys, you know? You show him, you show him we were there for him. Uh, the first one was for the girl that had passed away is my my uh, brother's girls were close friends of hers. And just being from the same neighborhood, like she was from Armani and, and, and we know a lot of the same people on this school. Don't even show respect. I mean, that's, that's you know, we're all, we're all from the same city. Uh, so those are three times I went out in the fucking last three months. And then from there, I, don't, I would think so because I pretty much told everybody no one's tested positive from those. And a lot of them had what to get tested. Yeah, because we, we we were uh, texting on the low. We're like, oh, did you see George's post? Like, we were just with them like two, three weeks ago. And I was like, I have no symptoms. I feel good. And at the same time, like, around other people, it's like, I'm not going out to do those things. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it was that Saturday. I remember it. And then, so it's like, I'm not worried that I'm going to get it. I'm just worried that if I get it, I would get to pe- get I were to get somebody sick just because of what I'm doing now as far as vending. But I have gloves on. You know, the whole, like I told people, like it's like a restaurant. The, the procedure is the same as they're, what they're doing in there is what I'm doing out here. So I feel confident enough to be like, okay. Well, yeah, I, uh, cool. 
Are you live on on? Should go do live on YouTube, fool. That show would probably be better too. It it just takes up yeah, too much you? memory. It wouldn't be able to hold it. I tried uh, it on Fabian's episode, and it wouldn't like zoom and that. Like I I would need a more powerful oh, laptop. Yeah, YouTube fucking beaners went like fucking three hours. Who? You know, Fabian, did you guys go like three hours? Oh, me and Fabian did four hours. Yeah, see, YouTube beaners took up all the fucking memory. Yeah, it w- it wasn't on YouTube though. It was through this. Uh, well, it was through the, like my. My thing, and then I uploaded it after. Oh. But yeah, that's that's the most listened to episode. Like everybody tells me, the people listen to long form conversation, and that's how I want to start recording in person again, because this whole breaking it down to three episodes, two episodes, forty minutes doesn't work for my audience. You know, people like people like that shit, but the people that listen to this shit like the long form conversation. You know, like two, three hours. Fucking, everybody says it felt like thirty minutes, but it's been an hour and a half, and. When it's only thirty minutes, you can only get into so many subjects. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it was uh, cause I see, well, I see a lot of the other guys. Well, not like you're Fabian, but I see like uh, Joe Rogan and, and all them putting on podcasts or even I mean not uh, podcasts on YouTube, even go live on YouTube and stuff, or even uh, Facebook. Oh yeah, go live on Facebook, and I was like, cause my buddy had texted me right now because I had sent out the thing right now when you posted it. He said, oh, do a shout out and all this. Like, are oh, you listening or that maybe you're live or something? No, no. I I, I tried it uh, actually on Fabian's episode. Like I said, Fabian Ojeda, yeah. not, not Fabian. Oh, okay, Yeah, okay. I tried it with that one. And it just, like, the laptop would, like, it would freeze up. And then on YouTube, it'd be, like, staggered. And, then, like, it's recording at the same time. So the people, there was only a few people listening. But the people listening and the people that would listen to it on YouTube would get, like, a fucked up as audio. Like it's all like nah, not worth. It. At least not now. Maybe in the future. And the thing is, with the so we gotta fix that. We'll go live on fucking something next time. Yeah, we can do that in person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have people on both sides. I know a lot of our, a lot of people I know. They don't have people so far right as me and so far left as me. I mm. I, I don't I, I don't think because I got. People that are on the total opposite of where someone that's so far on one side, like Easy or Iran or, or one of those guys, to where done the whole fucking other side of, of, of everything, every yeah. political stance. And, uh, and that's just me, just being around and being around different people and, and, and doing all the different stuff I've done. I met so many different people and I've learned from all of them. Uh, and I pick and choose like what I've what I believe so hearing that I and I read I got of course I, I got more people like oh fucking stay inside people do this do that listen like how I, I, I want to tell them well I'm, I guess I'm going to tell them now like it's not bad for me I think it wouldn't be bad for you probably most likely would have bad for a, a lot of their their parents but yeah there, there are some that ever have older parents or, or grandparents that they always see and I know them, it would it would uh hurt them or, or, or be real bad for them but that's when you sacrifice not going out or not going over there after being out and, and, and having to go inside and wash your clothes first and change and take a shower and then making everybody you know what I mean yeah like making, making everybody sacrifice like the whole fucking pretty much right now the whole state but before the whole country sacrifice because not just telling you know the 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 vulnerable ones to stay in, instead yeah. of locking everybody up. 
and it's I would say it's different for every situation. Yeah. Because I have yeah. friends that are getting like twelve hundred in unemployment a week. Yeah. yeah. And I've gotten that's four thousand eight hundred a month for the last three months. Yeah. I've gotten zero dollars since March fifteenth. Zero, you know. So how they're they're putting like stay home, stay home while they're living their life, popping fireworks yeah. for fucking six, seven hours a night because they have so much money they don't know what to yeah. do with. And I'm yeah, here behind on every payment. Like I gotta go outside and make some money because yeah, my daughter still has it. to eat. That's all right. That's all right. Because then there's the guys that would want to stay home and, and would want, but they can't because they they lost their job and and then they gotta go make money or they gotta go to work. And it's like, like how how are you shutting down that for most people that are losing their jobs or or are gonna struggle? Or me and you. Or this is me. It's you. It's uh, it's our people. It's our people. It's our community that are gonna struggle the most. Yeah, uh, Monte yeah. is like sixty percent undocumented immigrants. You know, so it's like yeah. that whole more than half the city is out of work out and not receiving anything. Like they're like, oh, you apply for this. Like, do everybody I know, not one illegal immigrant has received a dollar. Not one. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the fucking the Democrats just want to give the money to the illegals. I do not know one person. Check out your <laughs> illegal homies because the people I met at the Swami. I talked to them recently, a few of them. And dude, the Swami's not open, but you can go to Walmart and, and fucking yeah. a thousand people. But at or the Swami. Close as fuck, but at the Swami, we're the wide open outside yep. where it's safer to be, in the, now, especially now in the heat. It's like the biggest the biggest companies still have restrictions, but the smallest ones are like, oh, fuck you. And yeah. it's, it sucks. Because like... Uh, I have friends that own gyms and are struggling with the gym because they, they couldn't open the gym for two and a half months. Uh, and they're hurting. I mean, and they're hurting. I mean, some are hurting. Some are, are almost fucking losing their gyms. And, and these guys are big time fucking got guys in the UFC. And they're fucking like, fuck. You're like, I'm in trouble. And, then, and yeah. Like, like. Okay, can we can you do a private lesson one on one or fucking have let five people in the gym like that's their life. But I can understand twenty four fitness, whatever it is, LA fitness, uh whatever the planet fitness, like those are big franchises, but this guy has one gym. Like and that's his livelihood. I got a person that has a restaurant, that's their livelihood, a fucking liquor store or or whatever, like no the liquor store get closed but a restaurant, uh and it's that stuff to be shut down. It's like fuck. Like, can they have restrictions? Can they be open at least five, six, seven hours a day? Like, fuck, up and out. Yeah. And and, and then you say, yeah, it's a lot of uh, of the uh, small business, uh, whether bailouts, whatever. I know a couple people that filed for them, and then you get them. Yeah, same. So, I mean, but the, I mean, the Lakers, uh, what the Lakers got it right? Yeah. A bunch but of the, yeah, and, and then a lot of them once they see one multi-million billion-dollar company give back their money, they started giving it back because they really didn't need it. But I mean, did they really? Did did they? Did the people or whoever they, they gave back to the state, whatever, whatever it was, uh, did they really go? Okay, let's go give it to fifteen small businesses, or were they like, okay, fuck, we'll keep it, like, fuck you. Because yeah. I know a lot of businesses that they get that shit in, in the neighborhood. So, I don't know. It sucks. That's why I just think open it up. Uh, fucking Amani's not Amani. 
where we're from, uh, I think where you say San Bernardino? Uh, it's Moreno Valley, it's Riverside Moreno. County. I mean, I would think like places like, like where we stay, it's not a lot of people are worried about fucking, are not bitching all wearing masks inside stores. Yeah. Uh, I, think it's more, I think it's more fucking OC, fucking uh, the fucking uh, white folks out there. Uh, and I don't know, I just thought a lot of Mexican friends. I mean, but just go to the store, bro. Like, go to the store, fucking put on your mask, that's it. Walk outside, take it out. That's exactly what I do. I fucking hate wearing a mask. You know what I found crazy? Fuck. Was when I was hanging out with, like, the gangster homies. Put on their mask, we get in the car, everybody's sanitizing themselves. Like, these yeah. are, like, the hardest gangsters in the city. Yeah, my homies. Taking, they're taking their precautions, you know, like, yeah. you gotta be careful. And yet the people like, nah, 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 it's a conspiracy. Like, dude. Yeah, like you go over there, you see a bunch of your buddies, and they're all like, you haven't seen them in a while, and they'll hug you and shit. Hey, homie. He's like, hey, boo, be fucking hug you like that, boo. You probably got the wrong and shit. Yeah. Got the motherfucking kung flu, Mickey. Yeah. I like, thought that. But, um, yeah, it's just fucking, it's hard, man. Uh, I, guess, I, I mean, I guess they hear me saying now, it's, it's not as bad as it seems. For, well, so I've met, so I posted that after I made my post, because I felt like, I text the people I knew I was with, and they know there was more people there, and I had to make it like, let them know, like, hey, dude, I was with George. Like, I didn't even think about, I, I thought of the week before. I didn't see you, I didn't see Ernie, I didn't, so I thought of only the people I seen the week before. So that that was it, you guys. So, uh, so I didn't, I didn't text you guys. I message you guys. So see, by me posting on then you guys, if you want to get tested, you guys see I had it. Oh shit, now these are symptoms I have. Fucking George gave me that shit. Cocksucker, fucking fat ass, whatever. But that's, that's how I told the people that I was thinking of. I thought of more of the people I was with that last week. And that was like, uh, well, I text my homies and I text everybody out there. Uh, and the ones that I knew. And then I just put it out there and it's like, hey, fool, I got it. You're around me the last... So I don't know, they say two weeks, maybe you could have had it in 10 days. So if I was if I was around you, then that's how I just saw it, put it out there. But uh, so right after I posted that, I got a phone call and text from, hey, fool, I had that shit last month. Uh, I had a bad cough, but, you know, this and that, like, it's not that bad. I heard someone else is like, oh, yeah, you know, I lost I lost my taste of now, you know. And these motherfuckers that I talked to, I knew, I know they were out there fucking... Uh, I, I'd hang out with them or the other way where I was, but I see all I've been seeing in these motherfuckers do is go out. So it's like, so that's what I said. I said a post. I put, I put today. A post yeah. I put a post yesterday. Uh, yeah, today and yesterday. Like, the more people I find out that have it, and then I see them going out, grabbing at a restaurant because they're open now, or, or uh, chilling, or, or going to stores. Like, hey, like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that, <laughs> God, that's the one thing. Like, if I have it, like, I could have been a dick because I feel good. I could go out and be like, I'll, I'll wear my mask and I'll keep people safe. But I think it will be more safer. I just did inside. Like, I hate it. Isolation sucks, but what's fucking, it's going to end up being, so I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to come back uh, negative, but it's going to be maybe two weeks I, I would have been uh, isolation. But, yeah. you know, you don't know, but if I went outside, like, every day chilling, chilling, and I got, Rob's grandpa's sick, 80 fucking eight years old. 
I, and I was just for being a dick and not telling nobody. And something happens to his grandpa. How am I going to feel? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of people oh. like that, though, that they don't think about it. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. My, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I see my parents shit. are young, so I'm cool. But it's like you go hang out with that person, grab drinks or whatever. Yeah. And they get somebody sick at their home. And that's how they would fly in the curve. People that had it or showing symptoms just stayed home. But that's the thing everybody's too selfish. Yeah, but, that's, um, but, that, but that is a thing that they're saying, too. Like, because people are showing symptoms. Because that's the thing they're not seeing on news. Oh, people are showing symptoms because it's getting weaker. And, oh, yeah, the beds are, I mean, like they said, like some posted the beds are, yeah, beds are full, but it's only like 25% fucking coronavirus cases. Mm. So, yeah, so you're getting back up to the numbers, but they're also surviving. But when you see like, like so many deaths a day or so many, like you see cases, like, I was a part of that Sunday when it was like 160 new cases in America today or some shit like that. That was me. I was like, that was that day. Like I found out was the day when we broke the record for most in one day. But they're not seeing the deaths are, again, like even less than before. And and I mean, that's a lot of deaths. So it's 140,000, 120,000. There's over 300 million people in the country. Yeah, and it's like... I mean, it sucks. I don't want people to die. You know, people are going to say, like, you asshole. What is that? Yeah. One of your people. That's not what I mean. It's just that yeah. there's 330 million people here. At even point zero one is going to be a lot of people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, only if 2% die, that's still fucking 3 million people. Uh, it's not even 2% anymore, so it's not even going to be that much. But, I mean, it's going to... It's, People die every day, and, and and fucking from like like they say all oh, the flu. People, yeah, people do find. What the fuck did that come from? People do uh, die from the flu like every year. Gangs of people, they were dying from the what was it the H one N one shit, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, all this different shit. Like, we're taking a precaution, dude. We we gotta wear masks at the store. We you tell people to stay clean. You gonna do so much, but. I think to, to lock this down is uh, is um, too much. In retrospect, I think they could have done it completely different. I was just talking to Izzy two weeks ago about it. He asked me, what do you think? And I was like, I actually been thinking about it lately. And they had all this money to give out for bailouts, 1200 a week, the extra 600 for unemployment, the billions for corporations. If they just would have said, if you're over 65 or you have any pre-existing conditions, we're going to pay your salary. We're going to pay whatever and yeah. leave the economy open. If somebody say like you, you're still young, you're 32, you just turned 33 in March. Hey, you're feeling sick. Take two weeks off, paid. They had all the money in the world. It, the world would have gone on unscathed because the people at home would have still been spending money through Amazon, through whatever. Yeah. And it would have just been a small blip instead of forcing everything like this. And of course, you know, hey, you, you have symptoms, you have whatever, stay home. But instead, in retrospect, right, this is all fucking Monday morning oh, yeah, back. Yeah. But just the conversation me and Izzy were having, he's like, you know, that makes sense. I'm like, I'm sure somebody else would have figured it out. I'm not saying that's a proper way to do things. But you could have, if you had all this money, trillions of dollars to take care of this, then you should, they should have just gone about it a different way. 
and I don't say necessarily that's on Trump. I, I just think it's leadership as a whole, as like whoever's in charge could have been like, hey, you know, anybody over 50, fucking anybody that takes care of, you know, what's called like hospice, like when you take care of older parents, like, okay, you guys still get money, but everybody else continue your life. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is, and then people are blaming it on on our, our, our governors or, or, of course, Trump, and it's like, dog, were we really going to stop it with any other president at any time? Like, were we really going to have a vaccine already with anybody else? Most likely not. Most likely we weren't. So, and we probably weren't. Uh, so we wouldn't fucked with anybody. I agree, because Obama... For as much as he gets praised, I think he was terrible. And it would have been opposite, you know? I yeah, feel that's, like- a, that's the thing. It's just like, it would have been, if that was uh, someone, one of the presidents they love, I mean, I would have been around maybe like four presidents, two, Ob- two, two Obamas, two, the two years of Bush, the two times of Bush and his dad and Clinton, like five presidents. And I mean, Obama's probably the most been loved one out all of them, but if, if it was him right now, it would have been like, oh, fucking, we gotta work fast, we gotta do this, you guys gotta stay in, oh, fucking 150,000 deaths are on America's hands because they listened to Obama, but right now, it's, it's on Trump's, because he fucking didn't do this, or he broke down that uh, that health uh, team they had, or whatever it was, or like, oh, like, that team wasn't gonna be like, oh, fuck, the virus is coming, let's fucking get get the thing right now. How, how, how far in advance when they said it came into America it was like December twenty something or early January, within the next week we're we having uh, we're already having like airports you know slowing down checking. Uh, remember they were going into your airport over there where you live, right? Yeah, Riverside. They were kind of re- redoing stuff. They were letting people get off the bowl. Uh, like so, we were we had precautions. Like we we're, it's not like we we're just like oh no. No, they'll do nothing in March. We just fucking shut everything down. Like, no, we're little by little, we're doing shit and trying. And again, we couldn't stop it. No one's going to stop it. So, I mean, fuck it. But, hey, it is what it is, man. We got we to beat this. Uh, we got to adapt and overcome, and then that's it. Exactly. And that's what we got to do. We got to adapt to whatever fucking laws we make, whatever, uh, whatever, uh, whatever requirements they have us do. And, and, that's that and overcome, and sooner or later we're gonna be clear, man. Yeah, that's that's all I see. If they ask me, I'll think about this later. If they ask me, would you rather save Kobe or stop the Rona? I still rather save Kobe, you know what I mean? Save Kobe, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I, I keep telling everybody, I said it numerous times on your the whole year went to shit once he died, like it was just uh, because first it was uh, World War Three because uh. Right, because Obama killed a fucking terrorist. Yeah, I mean, because Trump. I'm sorry, because Trump killed a terrorist. Yeah, number three leader. in power. And yeah, yeah and, and everybody was so mad. But uh, I think it was so that was like, oh, we're gonna do it, and then boom, Kobe. Yeah, and then boom, what was it was after that? that was something after that, then it was Rona. Then everything shut down, and then there was the fucking your the UFOs, and there was your fucking the Hornets. The killer hornets and fucking uh, what else is happening? Protesters the and looters. Uh, protests and the riots and 
and then that, and then that shit cooled down too fast for them, so they had to throw that motherfucking Rona back on up there. Yeah, and that's Rona for two weeks, boy. Yeah, I know that's it's crazy. Know. I'm not a conspiracy can... theorist, but yeah, that's something that I think about. Like, but this is the was... funny thing. Like, I see, like, oh fucking, oh the spike is because all these people don't want to wear masks. All these Trump supporters don't want to wear masks. Okay, so the spike's happening now. Two three weeks ago, we we're having. 50,000 people walking the streets. What I was for, I'm, I wasn't against it, you know. Uh, I think at first I was, I don't think I forgot, I think the whole time, but because everything that happened to, to force these these protests was, was it was about to happen. It was limited. It didn't need to happen. It didn't yeah. happen. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's, that's fucking fine. That was fucking awesome. Uh, I didn't go. Uh, I know people that went, and then fucking I, I commend them for it because they just didn't post about it. They're mean about it. And there's a lot of people post about it, but they will be about it. Like I ran, he posted shit, and, he was, and I ran was out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Parvo, he was out there. He's always posting about it. Uh, and I seen those guys out there and uh, and, and recording and and, and uh, speaking up. Um, and I have nothing against that. But, and they're like, oh, and then they start opening up well, a couple weeks ago or last week, whatever, bars and shit. And they're like, oh, we got the spike. The spike, and you open bars and restaurants and nightclubs. Like, like, did you not forget we had 50,000 people walking side by side in the streets of LA? Uh, another couple fucking tens of thousands in, in Minnesota and, and, and New York and every, pretty much every state. We had good sized protests. In California, it has the biggest one of the 50,000 people walking, and now California hits, gets hit the hardest. So, I mean, a restaurant at 50 people, 50% capacity, so that's maybe 30 people in there for, for, for some, uh, maybe a little bit more for others. This is restaurants. You know, we have no big ass restaurants really around here, or 50,000 people walking side by side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, now, the, now the restaurants and bars are struggling again because they're getting shut down today. Or this week, it's like, dog. So it's just, it sucks. Like, don't it is, they don't want to blame me? Is it because they don't want to blame it on the, on the protesters because it's gonna make them look bad, or or oh, because you protested against this? Now this is what happened. Like, because I don't know. Like, hey, it happened. Like, we all knew what was happening. We all knew we were on lockdown. And they still went out there, and we you got fucking pretty much from what I see, ninety nine percent fucking support from America and it happened dude like there's people dying at fucking one percent rate less yes. so I was like fuck like am I blaming on those or am I blaming on the, the Trump supporters that are out there fucking oh, freedom uh, fucking freedom whatever fucking out there with their fucking no mask like fucking mask all this shit it's a, it's a, it's a fucking combined, whatever the fuck it is. Like, it's those fucks too. It's everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Does. It's not like, oh, well, it's funny. Uh, I, I, someone wrote to me, it's funny that they want to blame on the protesters, uh, the BLM protesters, but not the Trump protesters. I'm like, I didn't say protesters. I mean, I mean, all of them. Like, yeah. But yeah. everybody just always wants to start an argument. Like, it's either one side or the other. Like, I'm not one side or the other. It's the whole post I saw the other day about like you post, damn, watermelons are my favorite fruits. And be like, oh, excuse me, you don't like oranges? 
what did apples yeah. ever do to you is like everybody yeah. has to have an opinion and that's it's great to have opinions but just they're not facts you know yeah. everybody has a yeah, different opinion like, for a different reason and i think a couple of years ago when the uh some woman away from from the the rona now uh a couple of years ago when the first well first time i seen that that black the black lives matter movement i was more like i can't remember what it was for maybe cap i guess it was maybe kaepernick uh he's a fucking maybe a thirsting quarterback i never liked him now. as a player never liked him as a player i'm not uh, record saying that so no arms so like him so like him so when that happened like i was like man like fuck that like i was one of the dickheads that said like you know all lives matter because at that time it was more of uh there was nothing going on. It was just this dickhead taking a knee. And also at that time, I'm like, you stand the fuck up. And since then, I've changed. Like, and that's a great thing. And, 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 and if, because I can like adapt, like yeah, I adapted and, and I learned and I, and I listened to people. And, and if you want to protest in your way, like, protest them almost to do, do, do your thing. You know what I mean? Don't go fuck nothing up. Like some of those fucks are doing, which we're protesting. Those are just fucking losers, just people taking advantage of, of everything else. Uh, and uh, do you think, like, well, do I take a knee with you? I'll, I'll stand next to you. I'll put my hand on your shoulder. You know what I mean? I probably wouldn't take a knee with you because I probably wouldn't be able to get up, but uh, <laughs> that's some bad knees, boy. But uh, I'll stand with you. I'll stand by your side. Uh, but so that's changing also and also my thoughts on on the, on the black lives matter uh i think majority of them that i think almost all of them are fucking out there for change but there's a lot of them that are out there to take pictures virtual signals um, I'm, I'm, I'm out here with the black lives matter or they're out there like black lives matter and then they run down the street break a window and break into fucking cool kicks right I buy shoes from or or round two uh it's still millions of dollars worth of inventory yeah and and those are not the ones that that uh that i support of course i don't think anybody the ones that that, 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 that they that they catch them uh standing in front of the thing with, with their fist raised around the knee and then they're taking a picture of them then you see them all take out their mask walk away and they're part of the heat for the rest of the day yeah like uh, I don't know. It's just it's weird that it's just it's just a weird weird time, man. And I have a lot. Like I have a lot of thoughts, and I've I've changed, I've changed a lot from. I mean, I'm still an asshole. Uh, You're my favorite asshole. I've 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 learned. I think I'm, I think I'm everybody's. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned a lot. Um, I've changed. I, I've changed my thinking a lot. I think over the last two, three years, and it's taught me as at everything. Uh, I'll still just punch someone in the face if I had to, but I mean, I have a, a definite for me, but I have a different thinking process with everything. Uh, but yeah, man, it, I think it really, it really got to me, because I, I already changed my, changed my thoughts and everything. But when they try to do that Black Lives Matter uh, thing in, um, Amani and, and these guys were like, oh, fucking, uh, all lives matter. And it sounded like a fucking, and it was only like two, three guys fucking. Yeah. 
in another game, Purple Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. You sound like a fucking dork. And you just some faggot with fucking purple hair and shit, green hair, looking like a fucking idiot. Um, and, then, and then I see the post about, oh, there ain't no fucking black guys in our market. Who gives a fuck? I guess when you uh, uh, a bunch of black guys brought you a, a state championship. Uh, over the last two years, it made us one of the most successful programs in, in, in the nation over the last two years. So, and that really got to me because those, like I say, I'm not for nobody but my people. My people are not Mexican because I'm Mexican. My people are my people of wherever I'm, I care for. So it could be one of my best friends, a black police officer. Yeah, love him. He's going to um, be on soon. Shout uh, out to Lee. Love you, bro. One of my best friends is a black police officer. Uh, so all the, when everything's going on, Black Lives Matter and gets the police and, and one of my best friends is a black police officer. So That's why I want to get his unique perspective on so it. You know? was, so I see him go out there on the front lines with the white people telling him Black Lives Matter. Yeah, <laughs> your face oh, is it. Oh, I, I wish they could see it. Yeah, you know that. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't get. Uh, uh, I'm not, I don't want to put it up there, but I didn't see it when I went to parties in Almani. I didn't see it when uh, I was at school in the city of Almani, 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. And that's when Almani was bad, and now I think we changed a lot. And I talked to my football boys when all that stuff happened, and it was all over uh, uh, Twitter. And and my you know my um, my players got real offended that uh, I, I represented the city on my chest and now they're saying f f uh, f the n word and, and all this and then it bothered me to where that guy that posted that I hit him on myself and said hey, what do you say Adam I said because you you are spit I, 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 I I'll teach you something because I've grown up on money my whole life I've born in great on money I'm straight out Montero on me. I'll go there, stop the dog shit out of you. And they're, of course, never replied. It's probably like 20, 20, like 20 years old. But, um, I mean, that really, I think it really, it really bothered me. And that really <coughs> brought out, uh, like, of course, me speaking up. Usually I'm quiet about it, like, I don't give a fuck. But I spoke up about it, uh, and uh, just put it out there. Like, I support, I support them. I support the Black Lives Matter movement. I support the, uh, um, you know, justice for 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 everybody that that's in those positions that they get put in where they get uh, uh, fucked up by cops or or whoever people of authority. It's funny because uh, a, a few people have like not friends but like listeners have reached out to me and be like, "How come you haven't been mo- been more vocal about it on your show? You know, you have a platform, use it." And I was like, "I don't need to because if you go back and listen to the episodes." I've been saying this shit on here. Episode fucking with Albert. I'm talking about Cap and what his process, you know, what he went through. Not as a football player, but as a a civil rights person, you know? I'm like, go listen to that episode. That was fucking a year ago. I'm not jumping on the wagon just because it's the trendy thing to do right now. If you go back and listen to the episodes, I've been saying this, you know, fucking Cap was told by somebody in the armed forces, like, hey, when somebody passed away, we take a knee to show respect. So instead of, because he was originally sitting down, you know, and then he told him, like, it, it would show more respect if you took a knee. So he started taking a knee. And it was a peaceful protest, you know? They didn't say anything. They didn't tell anybody else to do it. 
that when he was asked why he was doing it, because it only happened after the third time that people started noticing, he said what he said, and then it started getting traction. And then the flag was only put out there because they became a sponsor. It was never because it was like a, an American thing to do. Yeah. And all these things that people don't, like you said, you change your mind. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter at the beginning, I thought it was just like a, a knockoff, um, what's it called, what's it called? Fucking, like a black power type of thing, you know, like a, and so I looked into it, because at the mm-hmm. time, and then I was like, I wasn't like an all lives matter person, but I was like, dude, and then what they're fighting for, very quickly, I was like, dude, they're doing the right thing. I had a conversation with Izzy where he was kind of like telling me like, dude, it's not saying other people don't matter. It's that ours matter right now too. Like ours matter too. And doing my own fucking, not research, I hate saying that word, but like, you know, my diligence, like reading up on it, like very quickly, it's like, they don't want people. There's a few crazies, right? That want fucking, you got to make us kings. You got to like, no, they just want to be treated like you and me. Cause I could go running right here down the street at two in the morning, no trouble. In Monte, one time I ran at two in the morning. I got a gun pulled on me, you know, Amani PD. And it was just like, I, I, was I scared? No, I was surprised. I was just like, what the fuck's going on? Because he was blinding me with his light. But these guys don't get the benefit of the doubt, you know? They get shot just for like, what? Like, I was, I was afraid. Fucking Breonna Taylor was in her bedroom sleeping, and she got killed. Her boyfriend fired back, and he was arrested. You get me? Like, they're not treated the same. And... So seeing the ignorance on some of my posts, there are certain things like I saw that post. There are certain things I'll tolerate. You know, if you like the Cowboys, fuck you. But we can still be friends. But if you're saying like, fuck them, that, 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 dude, am I going to waste the next fucking three months trying to explain to this person that I worked with for two months? You know, or do I just kind of like, hey, man, look, this is what I've seen. No, no, no. Cool. You know, delete it. Am I a pussy for deleting them? I don't need that type of shit, you know? Some people say like, oh, but it's because you like, no, nah, dude, I choose what I get to see on my timeline. And I don't need to see that shit. I try to have a conversation. They don't want to. So what are you going to do? You post something and then it doesn't reach those people. You know, it falls on deaf ears because not everybody grew up the same way we did. You know, mm-hmm. you and I, I have friends that I was their first brown friend, like from the East Coast. They told me you're like the first Mexican I ever met. And to me, that was crazy because Ali knew out of 100 people, all 100 were Mexican, you know, or at least Latino, Hispanic. So to me, to hear that shit was kind of wild. And so when, that's why I said one time, like, when I see white people post, like, hey, man, these people are hardworking people, or, like, with the blacks, you know, like, they're not treated the same. And then see them get hate from their family back out east, I'm, I'm like, it takes boss to be the one to say, like, hey, this is enough, you know? because they're getting shit from the people in Philly, but people in New York, the people in Boston that they grew up with. Like, oh, you came, you go to California, you become a little pussy liberal. It's easy for me and you to say, right? We see it, we grow with the culture. I have Asian friends, I have black friends, I have Filipino, Ecuador, you know, we see it. But when these people have those fucking, they're either from Italy, Boston, or Ireland, all their relatives, you know, they don't see it. Now they're American, but they don't realize that their grandparents went through this shit because back in the day, that wasn't white enough. That wasn't white enough for the white people. And now they're the same people. Like, but, you know, that history repeats itself. Now we have the second, third generation Mexicans talking about build that wall. Like, do you not remember your grandpa? Your last name is fucking Lopez, Rodriguez, Ramirez. 
your name was fucking Carlos and you changed it to Charles, you know, like it's the same <laughs> shit. And it's it's like the I'm here now, so I'm I'm good. Like don't worry about you. And with the black community, it's said over and over, but I feel like it, the same people say it to the same people, so it never reaches new years. But it's systematic racism and the the people that say it doesn't exist like go to the suburbs there's not a check in the cash place go to monte there's like five in one block look at the public libraries it's not going anywhere uh we're not going to change it we have to i don't think it's going to be forever there's going to be these dirty fucking fucks that are any race that is going to be like fucking fuck mexicans Fuck blacks, fuck white people, fuck Asians, whatever it is. It's, it's going to be, there's just going to be people that just ain't going to change. It's going to be those cities in the south, there's those fucking whole counties in the south, they're just stuck. They, they're not going anywhere. Their daughter's going to go blow a black guy and they're fucking never going to talk to their daughter again. Like, it'll go fuck. That's how racist they are. So, I mean, it's, just, it's always going to be there. But like I said, like, hey, put down the camera, record. What did you say? Oh, you call me N-word? Oh, you call me a fucking beaner? Okay. That's what you call me? Yeah, you fucking, okay. Record it, put your phone in your pocket, and punch him in the fucking mouth. I guess they will say it, I bet you they will say it again. And if they do, you fucking punch him again. And that's the thing everyone else are like, oh, let's put him on blast, let's do this. Okay, here, I'm going to record you. You said it, Okay. And guess what? And I'm going to fucking punch you in the mouth. Not a lot of people like that, but I think the more people are going to be like that. That's the only way you're going to slow it down. Like I said, you're not going to stop it. Like they say, uh, what is it, uh, Barry Sanders? You could just stop him, but you can only hope to contain him. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, keep that. Contain it in, in your fucking brain and contain it in your, your fucking whatever community you're from uh, of racist fucks. But because come out here, you get punched in the fucking mouth. And so I, I go, agree go with down that. your block, sitting in your house with your fucking, your fucking cousin that you fucking probably suck his cock, and and fucking talk about fucking blacks and Mexicans and everything. But hey, guess what? When you go out there, you talk about on the streets, you're gonna get fucking punched in the face. And, and I agree. And that's with what that. people don't. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to just fucking punch anybody. Everybody right. fucking wants to record and and be fucking go viral. Get the videos and get the likes. Yeah, so, but, hey, you, um, guess what? I'm going to go viral because I'm going to show you. I'm not even going to go viral because I'm going to record that just in case the cops come be like, oh, yeah, he, you know, he called me a fucking wet back. And right when I put my phone down, he fucking attacked me. So I got the proof right here. Like, oh, he was already talking shit. Yeah, he instigated it. Hey, if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. Fuck it. I know some people are going to be like, not shocked, but be like, you agree with the violence? You know, violence is never the answer. I We talked about it on the episode with you. Sometimes... I'll you gotta right push now, the bully if you, back. If, if, if your listeners have said the violence is never the answer, they've never been in a fight in their life. No, because it, it, I'll tell you right now, fucking fighting solves everything. Remember, we talked about it in the episode, like the bully's gonna get tired of fighting every day. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Fucking fighting solves everything. You know, I guess even if I was a fucking bully, which I wasn't, I was I bullied the bullies. But if if uh, if I was bullying Hector, if I was bullying you, and one day you just said fuck it. I'm going to fight him, and if he comes back next time, I'm going to fight him again. Sooner or later, I'm going to be like, fuck Hector. Yes, I'm like that motherfucker, <laughs> but I don't fucking feel like fighting fucking every day. I don't feel like beating him up or him beating me up every day is because I want to be a fucking bully. 
So, violence is always the answer. I don't give a fuck. Of course, yeah, of course, you're not going to go out there and fucking shoot somebody or stab somebody, but hey, be a fucking whatever and fucking throw hands, whoop their ass, get your ass whooped, and that's going to change a lot of things. That's why there's war. That's why there's war, and that's why uh, we're the strongest country because we always fuck them up. And look what Cap did. He did peaceful protests, and it didn't work. Yeah. It's when and he the, went, the looters were a bad thing. Everybody agrees with that. Everybody tries to yeah. dismiss the whole movement because of the looters. But now I got your attention. Why are they looting? Yeah. Oh, because their fucking people keep getting massacred in broad daylight, and then people go unarrested. Now there's a new case in Colorado Wait. where the kid, there's a recording of him talking, like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't do this. I don't, I, don't, I don't do drugs, you know. And oh, and no he reason. Elijah, Elijah yeah. McClone or whatever, yeah. And say, Aurora fucking the killer for the Batman screening. And he gets arrested peacefully. You know, like, how the fuck does this continue to happen? That's the thing. When I see those, it's like, yeah, but, or like the, the guy, the kid in, uh, uh, in, what was it, Florida, that shot at the school, South Florida, whatever it was. Uh, and then he went to Burger King. And, and then he walks up to the school and they arrest him. And I always see those like, oh, how the fuck is this? Like, like the guy that that was at uh, the fell asleep in, in the drive in the drive thru Oh yeah. The guy, f- and then it's nothing against it. I wish they would have fucking just fucking once you kill people like automatic. I mean, if you put your gun down, you're still gonna get shot. Like, fuck it. But like the guy from Colorado, the kid that shot the school, I think his last name was Cruz or something. Santa Cruz or Cruz or something like that. Or and those guys are like, oh, but did he get arrested peacefully? It's like. Yeah, because they, they know what they did and, and they're cowards and don't want to go out and die because they're cowards. They they walk out. They walk out with their hands up, drop all the guns. And and they just can't. There's, there's so much, so many people watching. There's so many things. You don't think they want to kill a guy? He just fucking killed so many people in the theater. The guy just killed so many people in the school. You don't think they want to fucking murk this fool? But you know how many people are there? You know how many fucking news trucks are there? You know how many fucking how the investigation is going to be and if they don't kill him and because you try to he's going to get off like like yeah like fuck like yeah, well, of course they want him dead but but he walked out with his hands up and, and uh, yeah some of these some of these colored guys or, or black guys Mexican guys yeah they have their hands up I was about to say that I was and, about and, to they, say. and they still get murked but exactly hey but it happens to all of us it happens to the, the white fucks too it happens to the Mexicans it happens, it happens to all of us and right now, it's it's it's, it's just too much on on uh, on us on on brown and black people. I've been God every time they pulled over, it was never for a fucking driving infraction. It was always like, oh, your license plate doesn't match your car. Can I see your, your license registration? Okay, yeah. You know why? It was because I was fucking bald headed with tattoos. And I love driving with my windows down because, and I saw my AC on. I don't know why. I've always put on the lowest AC bars on my windows down. Uh, and I mean, my windows are tinted, so I'm most, I'm most likely, I'm pretty sure that's why I got pulled over for all the tattoos. And, uh, and guess what? I get out of there within three to five minutes. Here you go. Okay. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Okay, cool. Oh, I don't know what it was, man. Now it comes up. Uh, it's, it, does, it does say uh, whatever. Uh, sorry about that. It's cool. Here you go. Oh, it says your, your things are expired, but you have tags in there. Can I see your... Like, yeah, here you go. Boom. 
Oh, you have a team over license plate. Can I see your driver's registration? Cool. Get out of there within three to five minutes. And I have no problem. Or do I see there 15 minutes recording myself, fucking tell them I don't want to give on my fucking license. Why? Can I have your supervisor? Can I do this? Wasting everybody's time. Like, if you have nothing to hide, then fuck it. How, how, many, how many of these are, are, I read about a lot of the, the, the black and Mexican and the white uh, police killings. I'll tell you what, like 80% of them are, you could go, you could flip a coin and you could tell me if they're right or wrong. And, and nobody would argue if you really look in on them. I mean, there's going to be those ones like, like, like uh, George Floyd or, or, or Eric Gardner. Uh, that, like those when they were in contact with them and they knew who they were and then they still fucking choked them out and, and they killed them. Like, there's those that are just fuck those cops. Uh, put them in jail for the rest of their life. From population. Um, but then there's the ones like, dog, like I put the one with the teaser with the guy with the teaser. Uh, he turns around and, and goes to shoot the taser and he gets shot. I called that a good shot. I, I called it a good uh, I called it I, I called it a good a good shot for the for the cop. I still think that. And I think it's uh there's a lot of people that think that. I think in our people, a lot of them don't. But if you read through comments and, and, and and I like reading comments. I, I read the comment first, and then I always look at the name. Like, is this a white motherfucker? Is this is going to be a Mexican guy or or or, or oh, yeah, a I too. And, I, and I look, and it's like they were like oh, a little bit of a, they're mixed. There are black guys and and, and and black girls. It's like man, he messed up. He should never do this. Like man, he was cooperating. How come he just did it? How come he just didn't put his foot down and say, "No, I'm not going to take the breathalyzer." Or take the breathalyzer and be like, I fucked up. He knew he fucked up. He already had already known what he did. He knew he couldn't drive. He's like, fuck, I fucked up. Take the DUI. Get your license suspended. Why, after cooperating for 40 fucking minutes, resist arrest? And that's the hardest thing. Like, uh, it sucks. But I called it a good a good shot. Uh, and then he said, I wish the guy would just, hey, fuck, I fucked up. I shouldn't have took the breathalyzer because he was, the cop was talking to me into it. The first cop was cool. Like, yeah, he says he's had enough to, he has, uh, he's had a little bit to drink, two margaritas. He's kind of, you know, kind of sleepy. And the other cop comes. You can tell the other cop a little more. He wasn't too aggressive, but he was more like, let's get this guy, let's just say, come, let's get over with. And he kept asking him and asking, like, oh, so do you take it? Uh, oh, you know, I, I know I can't drive. If I can't drive, I can just walk. Uh, it's, it's only one mile up the street. A mile and a half. My kids are there. I got my sister pick me up, whatever it was. So he agreed to breathalyzer. He's like, hey, you fucking failed. What are we going to do? Put him in the drunk tank, send him in the car, take his car, have someone come pick him up, whatever they're going to do. I wish he was cooperated. He did for 40 minutes. And, 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 and that's the hardest part. It's like, and if the cop would have shot him, it would have been, it would have been, uh, been cool. Maybe they beat his ass for fighting back. Drop the cops. Maybe we'll fuck him up. That that's that's fine too. That's fine with me. You know what I mean? You fight, 
fight back and you get beat up a little bit. I, I've heard it so many times. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's just tough because because I have at least a, close to a dozen friends that are police officers, sheriffs, retired police officers, and it's and and then I have buddies that get smacked by them, that run from them. I have same, buddies that, same, same. Yeah, so it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't post. Uh, I I support the cops because of people are like, oh, you're not fucking. I seen one of some girl I know. Uh, they're on Weeded Boulevard at a, at a fucking lowrider show. The cops pass by, and the cops end up stopping right there talking to them, and a bunch of Mexicans. Probably look like me, you know, tatted up, bald-headed, uh, you know, dressed like I dress usually. So, looking like probably like an essay. Uh, with some cops, and they took pictures. He was sheriff, so you're a bunch of de- couple of deputies and took pictures. And I seen this one post, like a couple couple people I know posted, but one I didn't know when I did. Oh, look at these! They're not fucking real Mexicans, fucking taking pictures with these pigs and all that. All right, that this is I, this is what we are going for to get treated right to, to not worry about the fucking cops coming in and shutting down a peaceful a cruise night or shutting down a peaceful or a peaceful protest or a peaceful gathering like anybody oh they're not well i'm not mexican no more because i support fucking cops i'm not black no more because i support cops or i'm a typical fucking white guy because i support cops like what the fuck? I, I support cops. My whole argument is the police brutality. Yeah. Not, you know, like it's it's okay to support cops and just be against, you yeah. know, quote unquote, like, the bad apples, the, the really, system. Yeah. Who really fucking supports fucking a cop just beating somebody for no exactly. reason? Exactly. And that's and, and I could definitely see a fucking no cameras, nothing, and you fucking spin on a cop or you fight back and he fucking smacks you and he gives you a couple of little extra fucking batons in the ribs and. and that's fucking totally fine with me. Honestly, you get fucking you spit on somebody, anybody, a man. I mean, you, that's gonna happen to you. You fight back, it's gonna happen to you. You get beat up a little bit. It's just gonna happen. You pull out a gun on somebody, it's gonna happen. You're gonna get shot, most likely. Oh, he he had the gun, but he didn't point it, or he had a fucking gun, and he, there's no video. I mean, what, what do you expect, like? The, the big one right now is the Mexican kid in uh, the eighteen-year-old in LA, right? In LA, yeah. yeah. So this is where I see this is because uh, I end up. I talked to somebody that was uh, got there right after uh, a deputy. Uh, so the first, the fucking uh, the shop was a tire shop or something. Not sure. I just know he was a security was a tire, guard. Either a tire shop or or. or uh, he stopped radios or some shit. But so he was 18 years old, or no guard card. The gun had the fucking numbers uh, scratched off, and he he did have on a uh, uniform. Uh, security had like Levi's and like a polo or some shit. Uh, he ran from the cops first, probably because he knew he had a gun on him. Okay, and from what. You know, he had the gun. He goes, maybe, maybe you could say he pulled it out, but could he have pulled it out to put it down? Yes. 
could he have put it out to shoot the cops? I don't. I, probably not. I, I don't think. I don't think the. I read on the kid. Like uh, I read the things. Like he just seemed like one of like a guy's gonna fucking want to have a shootout with the cops just because. But if I'm there and I want to go home, or I don't, I don't want to uh, uh, see my see my partner get shot, or someone pulls out a gun, just, and they just pull it out like right here. Ooh, if you think they're gonna drop it, or they go once they go like this, what's gonna happen? You're gonna get shot. Fucking sucks. Eighteen years old, you have the rest of his life. But I think a lot of a lot a lot of that falls on that fucking uh, company too. That gave eighteen year old a gun, and then it'll be their fucking security guard. And that, and and then that's that's what fucking what sucks. But also the, the the fishy part is, oh, I think it was like five body cams just didn't happen to work that day. Like, where's the footage? Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been reading that and watching that too. They see so many body cams that these fools got. Like, most of them are fucking pretty much for show because that they keep on going back and forth with the what is it? The, I don't know who buys them, the union or the or the county or whatever it is. Like, oh, you can put in the paper, put in the paperwork I did, and this and that for two thousand more body cams. Deals are broken, or this is all like. And it's just like they're blaming on everybody. Like, I mean, it's pretty sure the cops don't want them, and then the motherfucking the seed don't want to pay for them. You know what I mean? So at the same time, they're probably both at fault. But I mean, it's, it sucks, man. I mean, just sooner or later, I mean, hopefully the truth comes out. Hopefully the, the cameras, somebody just suddenly comes out and, and it shows either we got these fucking bad cops that shot them, or we have something that that it was it was. That should have happened. The kitchen nerves in there. The kitchen nerves even put in that position by that company. You know what I mean? So if I was a if I was a family, I'd have of course two lawsuits. I'd be suing the company and I'd be suing the police department. Because and the unfortunate thing is that no amount of money brings back your kid. You oh me? yeah. But no. I get it. And that's the thing. Let's say they sue the police department. The taxpayers pay for it, and I don't know how it would work, but I've heard that argument about that it come from their pension. See how quick they rat on the bad apples themselves, you know, because yeah. they they get no punishment. They really don't. They get to work at the office, at the desk, like they say, for a year, and then they transfer to another fucking department. They have seventeen, eighteen complaints. They'll just transfer somewhere else, probably with experience, so they get paid more. Uh, it's one of those age old things like it's always been like this. So how do we fix it? Uh, police departments, police unions, better said, are one of the strongest unions. So they always oh, fight for each other. They always have the best benefits. How do you, I'm all for unions, you know, I'm all for unions. I'm all for, um, for that movement, but how do you really hurt them? Because the, you know, the thin blue, the, the blue lives matter, right? Like I'm against that because the the brotherhood the the you can't rat out your bros you know this is who you go to quote unquote war with that to me is like what the fuck is like almost like a gang you know they say the biggest gang but that's uh, what their mindset is is a gang except they're legally allowed to carry they can do all this shit and I've spoken to people on and off the record about this it's like there's no repercussions 
maybe we'll see something with George Floyd's killers. But remember what happened to Rodney King. Like, this is crazy right now. Imagine if they get off. Because oh. you got to, you know, in court, it has to be proven. That one of the guys set up a GoFundMe for, to get bailed out, and he got the money. So people agree with what he did. Yeah, that was, uh, that's the ones that, that stood around, and I, and I could see why people are like, oh, well, he was just standing there. I still think they're going to get charged, and I still think they're pieces of shit, but, but I could see them like, oh, he was just standing there. He was just like, you know, making sure nobody was fucking uh, uh, getting too close or, or the people recording and fucking were getting too close. But I, I don't think all four was four of them. I don't think all four of them are going to be charged. I think part is the, the main guy. I think the other ones. I think the others are going to go to jail. I think they are going to be charged. Going to go to jail for, oh, you do two years, or whatever. But I think the other ones are going to jail forever. We'll see. Chabot, what's his name? Shavaya or the fucking name? Chauvin. Yeah, it's just. And he had so many complaints against him. You know that's what I'm saying. Like, and he knew and, fucking George Floyd. Yeah, they they from said they I, had a fallout before, right? From what I see, fucking George Floyd, he's a punk him because he's a he's to be rude to customers. He's like, yeah. hey, dude, why the fuck you act like that? And so he already knew him. And then the guy they interviewed and said, like, oh, yeah, you know, they got an argument not too long ago. The next time they go interview, he's like, oh, no, it wasn't George. It was, it was uh, another guy. How the fuck you mix up a 6'4", fucking 240-pound black guy that looks like fucking Steven Jackson with somebody else? Oh, that was a motherfucker walking around. But, I mean, this, this, this is larger, man. I just think, uh, uh, I, I hate those people that, like, I know what it is, like, like uh like the like the Mexican uh uh Mexican food not Mexican food more like they're more like the the good kids never been in trouble fucking and then they go to school so now they know like oh if I fucking studied uh you know whatever it is sociology degree and shit no I I studied fucking you know, the neighborhood, like how it is to live in urban, urban fucking oh. society, all this shit. It's like, I know, I know how it is. I, or, or I lived in on my, my whole life. I know how it is. Like, bitch, no, you know, because guess what? I've punched the fucking black guy for going to one of our parties before. I was a fucking jerk off. Uh, I'm really not going for the party because we're all having fun. But he got less of a chance because he was in the neighborhood and I know I didn't know him. He bumped into me twice. Yeah, fuck this. I'm going to suck this fool. I fucking punched him. And I said, and I, and I honestly, I've told people, like, hey, dude, you can't come in here. You can't come to the party. Uh, they're not letting them. They're not letting you guys in here, dude. I jam. Just leave. And you know, have I done it? Uh, you know, I don't care who I party with. party with everybody. But there's some people you got in this town, like, hey, dude, I wouldn't come. I wouldn't come for you. You know, I'll be maybe working the door for somebody or whatever it is. I hate you. I, I wouldn't come to this party right now. I wouldn't come to this party. Like, hey, they don't want you here. It sucks. But what the fuck am I going to do? Let them in. They're going to get fucking beat up. Yeah. And that's the thing people. And then that's these fools that they didn't see. And these people are talking like, I know how it is. No, you don't fucking know how it is. Yeah. No, you don't. Motherfucker, I've been shot up for, for backing up my black homie. That was there. I was one of the guys yeah. helping you out. Yeah. And, and I've been there. And I told him, like, hey. Oh, why are you bucking back in up a nigger? Like, hey, well, guess what? That's my brother, homie. He's not a nigger, and, and we can chunk him. Any of you fools. Or all you fools. I would go, fuck. That was gangster as fuck. I, I, like, and they're like, well, it was all of us that jumped him. Like, 
well, I guess I'm going to fuck all you guys up. I had no problem with me. Like, I see my people and my people, and I got their back. Like, uh, I didn't go to, like, if George George Floyd protests, like, like I said, I supported them. I didn't go. I supported them. Supported, you know, the movement. Um, but if it was my people, if it was, if something happened to you, if something happened to, uh, to, to uh, whoever, fucking Ernie, if something happened to one of my boys, like, I'm be fucking organizing those motherfuckers. So it's not like, oh, you know, so people say if you stay quiet or, or if you don't, you don't go out there or you don't post, like, you're a part of the problem. Yeah. Some people just don't, some people just don't uh, want the fucking 45 comments in, in 13 minutes of people going back and forth on under shit. And, like, and I, I used, to be, used to be post about it, but I'm telling you now, like, I, I support yeah. whatever, but I don't post it because you got these. Oh fucking! Well, he did this. Oh yeah, fucking! Oh look at this! So it's like I don't give a fuck. Like I support this because I because of me, not because of these articles you're showing me, not because of 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 your experiences. I'm I support it because that's that's why I believe. And it's like fuck, dog. Like everybody's trying to throw their, their beliefs on and gang the fools. Like some people, some people uh, buy into them, but like, this is like dog. Like he's gotta be your own. And a story I shared recently on one of my, my, it was a thing with my brother. One of the episodes was everybody has their own opinion because whatever, like just hypothetical, right? Let's say there was a Mexican that's had nothing but bad experiences with black people. He might be like, dude, racist as fuck, whatever, whatever, because that's all that he's experienced. So he can make that stereotype, right? Not saying he's right, but that's all that he's ever seen. Same with say you and me with white people. Say same with a black person with white people, but I've been in the, I don't know, it's my ways of work, what I've done in my life, where I've just, it's like a melting pot. I know everybody, know different cultures, different foods. So I don't judge people like that. You get me? And yet you could under, like you said, you can understand because there's somebody that, oh, I, I grew up in Monte. Like you grew up in Monte, but you didn't grow up in Monte. You just lived there. You grew up in your house in Armani. Yeah. You grew up in your house. You grew up at school. I grew up in... On the streets. Living it. Seeing it every day. Fucking, I got called a wetback growing up. And to me, that's why I always make fun of it. Like, dude, it's just a word. Yeah. I'm sure, like, remember we said, like, the things that I say is, like, cancel culture. Like, so be it. This is what what I've seen. This is what I've experienced. So when somebody tells me, no, it's because you don't know what I've been through. Like, tell me, what, what happened to you? Oh, one time these black guys are in the car and called me a wetback. I mean, dude, Mexicans have called me a wetback. Black yeah. people have called me a wetback. White people have called me a wetback. I don't hate any of the races. I hate th- those people well, at the time, right? Yeah. I was a fucking kid. Back in the day in high school, I used to hold signs. I started working with one of the homies, and we used to hold signs for, like, mattress stores, right? We'd go out to different cities, L.A., Compton, fucking Inglewood. So I was just a kid, right, and grown-ass men driving by in their Cadillacs and shit fucking wet bag be like fuck you you know i was never a bitch and then just kind of like they flipped me off whatever and it was just a i'd be mad right but it's not like i said oh fuck all of you forever like i'm never yeah. you get me so it's like people be like oh well it's because they don't know better they don't dude some people are stuck in that mentality that they told me fuck off way back one time when i was 16 so now for the rest of my life i'm gonna hate all of them same with asians same with mexicans same with whatever race you know that's why I'm like, everybody has their own journey. 
mine just happened to be a lot happened early on, so I got a different perspective. I give a fuck. I can meet a black person, Asian person tomorrow. If they're cool, they're cool. It doesn't matter what they are. You get me? And some people are so stuck on like, ah, no, I, I don't trust them. Trust who? Oh, because they steal. When have they stolen from you? Oh, it's because on the music. Dude, you just have this fucking mentality of like, this is it. Whereas nobody's ever stolen from me. The time they tried to steal my car, it was Mexican people. The time they fucking, let me see, they, they stole my battery from my car in the front uh, driveway. It was Mexican people, right? Why? Because it was an Omani. That's who lives there. Does that mean I hate Mexicans? Yeah. It's like fucking just. That's like, that's like, um, I don't know if it's like, but it's also the thing like, dude, we're, it's mostly us hurting our own people. We're hurting our people. Blacks are hurting their own people. And, and the whites are, are fucking each other. So it's like, like, are you really like, this, of course, Black Lives Matter is, is the movement, police brutality, equal rights. But it's like, I, it's how I looked at it. It's like, because you're my homie. I, I could fuck with you, call you, you know, clowning you, make fun of you, whatever it is. But if, and, and it's just something like, Someone heard that we didn't, and they didn't know, like, you know, we knew each other, like, damn, this, this respect, disrespecting this fool. And of course, I'm not to me and you, like, you're like, hey, fucking fast, whatever, like, fucking whatever, and I, back to you, but, like, if someone we don't know does it to you, I'm like, hey, I'm the fuck talking home like that. You know what I mean? Like, I could pick on my brother, I miss my brother, but, but somebody else can't. And that's how I, I see a lot of the uh, people that post stuff, like, Black people could hurt, could hurt black people or brown people could hurt brown people, but police can't. Oh, but no, 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 police can't, police can't. Like, I could go around the neighborhood instead of my enemies and shoot at them, kill one, and there will be a protest. A black fool will go to the other side of the neighborhood, kill another black fool, and there will be a protest because it's we're black and we're, and we're brown and brown, but a cop comes and does it uh, questionably. I should, of course, I should never shot him. I'm not nobody. They should never shot him because it's our turf. But a cop does it because like, I had a gun. And it's like, oh fuck, like you know, no, you can't do, you can't do that. It's like I could pick on my brother, but you can't. It's like that's how I think that that's how it should work. You should be speaking up on all that shit. I, I agree, and that's what something like in Chicago. I heard there was a movement. I haven't looked at, into it, but I just read that people are calling it out. You know, like all the gangbangers do. There's so many killings there, like. Talk about this, you know, talk about the fucking black on black crime, petty crime, you know, like you're stealing yeah. from the poor, like not to say go steal from the rich, but you live here. These yeah. are the same people struggling. Their parents are struggling just like yours and you're stealing from them, you know, like that's not the way. And we'll see because it is a movement, you know, and I just think right now it's focused on the wrong things. Like, oh, the streets are going to be saying Black Lives Matter. Oh, the fucking, the the NBA courts are going to see Black Lives Matter. That's all good. But what they want is to stop police brutality against them. You know, they, who gives a fuck about what the street says, you know? Yeah. And so we'll see how it goes. Who gives like, a fuck? It's like, what was it? In, in 2018, there was like, fuck, it's something like 200 police killings of a, of a, I think of a black or Mexican guy. In 2019, there was like nine 
So if, if there wasn't already some kind of, there's already something going on. I think we're, I think I can, I can see seeing in my community that we're, it's getting better. So I can just imagine as, as a, a country, as a, as a, everything is that we're all getting better. Maybe we're all becoming better people. And it's like, if you really looked at the numbers before that, it was, it was getting better. Like it, I, I believe it was getting better. And, and what happened, it's like, something so so bad and so brutal happened just brought back all like brought back everything like fuck this this fuck this again you know what i mean like it just brought it brought it all back to like the bad memories and, and the videos of cop whooping fool's ass and, 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 and shooting fools but the numbers have been going have been going down a lot i think i think and not because uh, not only because the cops are getting better but i think we're getting better as human beings and it shows yeah broke 90 98% of that protest was a peaceful protest. Yeah. The media focuses on the bad. And I think it, and, and it shows. And then the media wants to say, like, yeah, I, and I can see on both sides again. Fucking cop shooting motherfucking, uh, the fucking uh, rubber bullets. The motherfucker throwing bottles. Oh, well, he has no bottle. He has gear on and shooting a rubber bullet. It's going to happen. You stupid fucking action give me fucking stupid fucking rewards and it sucks that there's a lot of people that got hit or, or, or got fucked up got sprayed got, got hit with rubber bullets with pepper balls and, and were a lot of the peaceful fools but I mean fuck motherfucker if you be around keep on let's just, just keep walking man fuck those guys and those fools that are fucking up let them get fucked up instead of trying to turn around and record the cops get your bad guy but there, there was a few instances, especially the ones I shared on, on this page, was like people were walking, the old man that got thrown down to the floor. And then the department, the two guys got suspended. And then the rest of the officers, um, Chief, I don't know. They, what, they didn't want to be a part of the, like, the SWAT team or whatever it was, a special so they resigned, yeah, yeah, in protest because of them. There was a one about the guy driving into like, an, it was just the protest area, but he was, I don't know if he was lost, but he just drove there. And then he gets lit up with a pregnant girl in the car. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just driving. Yeah. Shoot again. And then he's keep blasting. Yeah. Obviously, there's rubber bullets. But like, these guys are now on these, camera. The pepper, those are like the pepper bullets. But yeah, it's, 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 but I see like cops resigning and cops calling out. I see that as, uh, if you went and you're like, hey, George, I have to smoke this fool. I have to do it. I have to smoke this fool. Boom. Am I am I gonna of course I'm trying to like, hey, did you really have to do it? And they'll do it if you don't have to like nah this fool fucking whatever. He did something he had to do. It. You go over there, smoke this fool, kill him. I know. I'm not gonna write you up. I'm gonna have you back. You know what I mean? I can say shit. And 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 that's like the cops are the same mentality, though, because the cops are me and you fool. Like yeah, the word yeah. cops, I'll have you back. No, I, I, that's what I was saying earlier, though. See, because this is... Bro, you do that. Oh, we have a unique perspective. Me I mean, you have, like... I have a few other friends in the same category. I'm sure you do, too. Where we're, like, gang-related, where we're not gang-related. But we have so yeah, many dude. people in that life where I know that's a unique perspective. Because the episode with George Vargas recently, he talked about, you know, how do you deal with it, like, having your friends and then the homies? And I'm like, well... Not to jump into another category, but 
my homies are my friends, you know? Like, I treat them the same, they treat me the same, they just happen to gangbang. But that's unique, you know? I didn't ever really realize it until the last few years when I would share stories and people were like, you really went through that? You saw it? But I got your back, right? Like, me and you, it goes without saying, you got my back, I, I know it. I never asked you, hey, George, do this, but I know it. Same with you. I think I've proven it to you, you know, like that time on whatever it was, Leafdale, I was there. You know, when you were talking about it, I was there. I was one of the few fucking, we were outnumbered and we still did it. But my point being like, that's the thing about cops. Should it be a gang? Because even though me and you, quote unquote, is not a gang, we have that mentality. This is my brother. I would go down with him. Well, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think they, they go in there like, the day, the day I met you, or even maybe in the, the halfway through the first summer I met you, I wasn't like, Man, for those fools, beat up Hector, I'm not around. I'm not going to go try to beat these fools up. But guess what? Like, by the next by a couple of times, like, yeah, homie, we're going to go back and fuck these fools up. So I barely knew you. But they go in there and they're like, they've been with these fools by their side. Maybe been each other shootouts with this fool, chase fool, uh, 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 fought fools, uh, arrested fools with these fools for years. It's like me and you. Like, I didn't just go and I, Meet somebody like, yeah, I got you back tonight for those triples. They're tripping on the I'm tripping on too. Like, yo, that shit, that shit, years of them being together. It's like us. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the first couple of times, you're just not like, oh, yeah, I got your big George's back because he's here kicking on me. Like, I mean, of course, like, first day I would have backed him if something bad happened, but like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, fuck, you beat you up down. Like, guess what the heck? Let's go get I'm like, now I'm like that. A little bit while after I met you, I would have been like that, but like, it is you have to meet up, get that bond. And it's like, I don't think there's anywhere in an office, in an office environment on the streets or in law enforcement, like bonds are made with, with people. And it's just like, like if I work in an office, I'm not going to rattle my friend cause he's stealing fucking copy paper. I'm not going to fucking, and of course cops stealing copy paper and fucking shooting somebody. It's totally fucking. Yeah, I know what <laughs> I guess I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to rattle my friend that works at a bank, my best friend. Cause he stole fucking a, a rack from the fucking from the thing. Like I didn't see shit. I just it's like that. Like you know, that's a federal offense. That's a fucking federal offense. Like I gonna say shit. I see you fucking walking to Seven Eleven. Fucking go behind the counter and rob this fool. I just see shit. You know what I mean? Like, and this is a bond people make. And I would expect like if I seen fucking Hector, fucking. To shoot a fucking twelve-year-old kid because he fucking can't wet back, then hey, that bond's over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if yeah, it's a twelve-year-old yeah. kid, like hey, fuck, was it Hector? Ask, I guys, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I gonna fucking go with that. Hey, like, nah, like that shit's on you. But and I and I think that's the same thing with, with those guys. Like, but like a lot of them, like they know. These are uh, all the cops that talk shit about the food that killed George Floyd. Yeah. Every cop. I've not yeah. seen one cop yeah. go fight. But, and then the cops that shot uh, the guy in the, in the parking lot, they called what? The blue flu? Like a lot of cops uh, called out the next day because they were against it. They felt like that was a good shooting. Not no cops were like, oh, you guys are going to arrest four of our brothers and, and we're all going to call out. They didn't do that shit. They knew that was wrong. And the other one, and they felt like that was right. Who are we? I've never been fucking put in a situation where I got a teaser or a gun pointed at me. I mean, I have, but 
not where I was in law enforcement where I had a gun I could shoot him and not let it happen, you know what I mean? So, no, man. It's, just, it's hard. And everybody wants to be the experts, but from the, op, the fucking cops I, I text two, three weeks ago, almost every day I text my homies and tell them, hey, have a good day. Be safe. Uh, and I text my homies that were going to protest and telling them, hey, don't do nothing stupid. I want to see you get fucking shot in the face with a with a fucking rubber bullet between your eyes, bitch. I'm sure I'm sure you'll know who I'm talking about. So, but um, yeah, there was a there was like three four days where a couple of the homies were going back and forth, kind of heavy on on Facebook. So I just messaged them on Instagram. I was like, "Yo, man, like you you guys are good people. Love you both. Don't do it for other people's entertainment because right now they're getting a kick out of seeing you fools go at it. And like the same thing, you know, like I was like." You guys both have great perspective. You guys don't agree on this. But the other people just are like liking and reacting to it because you're giving them a show. Like, yeah. you know, you, at the end of the day, you fools will still be homies. But, you know, don't like. Yeah, I don't know, know what you're talking about. Because yeah. honestly, I, I kind of maybe think I know, but I didn't see it because I don't even. Once I see a post that has more than like five or six comments, I'm like, I'm not going to read the fucking comments because you fools is going to be a fucking nonsense. Nah, I'm not gonna change this fuck. You're not gonna change that fuck. So who gives a fuck? That's the thing. But uh, like I said, man, uh, uh, not finish it off. We'll finish off this serious, this serious talk. Yeah. Like this, 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 I'll finish off this serious part of this. Uh, I mean, justice, justice for uh, for George Floyd and 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 what's it, Brianna Taylor, right? Yeah. Uh, um. And uh, and the kid in uh, where was he at in in uh, Aurora, Colorado, and, and there's Justin, man. there's so Brian Vanessa Guillen. Yeah, the, all these. There's so much going on in the world. It's hard to keep track. Hard to remember. Gotta open open our minds and and, and you see the where people come from and 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 and, and, and adapt like adapt to it. I changed up like I, I like I said like I didn't mind that like, I changed in the last three four years. Uh, I've listened, I read, I've I've, I've learned. Uh, I'm in the middle. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not a diehard Trump supporter, but I'm probably gonna vote for him again. I'd rather uh, Trump. I'm saying this as a wetback. I'd rather Trump vote. Uh, I'd rather Trump win than Biden because the Democratic yeah. establishment needs to learn that. They fucked Bernie the first time with Hillary. They fucked Bernie again. Yeah. Like, people are tired of this shit. If Biden and wins, like everything goes you. back to normal. Like, I've told you, see, like, Bernie would have had my vote two times now. But guess what? They fucked him. So, Trump's getting my, my not because of that, but because I thought he's better than fucking Hillary, and I think he's better than fucking pervert Joe. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden. And but, that's uh, gonna lose a few followers for me, but fuck it. This is about having an opinion, you know. You know fuck you, followers. If you lose followers, I'm out. They can suck my cock. They can suck mine too. That's what it's all about. Uh, but uh, but yeah, fucking, fuck cancer culture. Fucking uh, trying to get get at Joey Diaz, Barstool Sports, uh, Brandon Shop, fucking Brandon Joe Rogan, Schwab, fucking Theo, Chris D'Elia. It's a, nah, Chris D'Elia is fucked up. Look, We'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe that's a thing. So that's that's, that's not the one. That's not that was, That's not even cancer culture. That's fucking straight. 
police. That's like, yeah, you got yeah. the cop. <laughs> like you get arrested if, if it's true. It's true. But uh, the other one's like Barsus, Barsus Sports. That's the fucking, that keeps us, it keeps us, uh, Barsus Sports, Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, uh, uh, Fighter and the Kid, uh, uh, King and the Steam, um, Jimmy Kimmel. They keep us, because Jimmy Kimmel, he's one, he's on one side. And then guys like, uh, like Rogan's like in the middle. He, he comes from both sides. He was a, he was a, he was a British supporter, but I see on both sides. Brandon's like both sides. Like, uh, Brian Collin, both sides. Like he he takes here from here and there, and it keeps us even. It keeps us. It keeps us uh, not just fucking on one side or the other. Like it, it, it teaches more people. I believe like that perspective. Yeah, like like oh yeah, like he's he has the same thought as I do in police. You know not defunding police, but he believes in Black Lives Matter, and it's like, but he watched TV, see the Black Lives Matter before, and defund the police, or cops still do nothing wrong, like, it's either one or the other, like, come on, dude. And, and the but thing, I'm, you gotta listen to people conversate, you know, you listen to a 10 second clip, and you're like, oh, this guy's racist, oh, this yeah. guy's fucking, uh, uh, what's called oh, conservative, he, or he's a pussy as liberal. Said, he has he has uh, five hundred and fifty podcasts, but they sent me a fucking fifteen second clip of him uh, on uh, with uh, fucking some other comedian, and he said, uh, "Yeah, he's I'll get you on the show." He's a top female comedian. Yeah, I'll get you on the show if you suck my cock. And oh fuck, oh fuck, let's fucking get him out of there. He fucking speak out movement, all this. Guess what? No one spoke out on it. He spoke out on it, said it, and. People called and, and asked, like, oh, did he ever do this to you? Ask other comedians, ask female comedians. They're like, no, he's always been fucking great. He's always been good to me. And that was the Joey Diaz one. Like, yeah. Or Barstool Sports, because Barstool would be talking some shit. That shit. Thank you for putting me on. Thank you for putting me on. Fucking, they, if Dave Portnoy was going for president, I'd vote for that motherfucker. He's bad. Tag that motherfucker hey, mother in this at as many minutes as Ron and Oliver or whatever. Put that fucking link that thing. Uh, I I I just started watching them because of the 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 one bite pizza reviews. And ever since then, I've been on them for fucking ever since. Everything emergency fucking um, conference calls he has, and the fucking uh, call me daddy podcast he was he had going on. And, the heat from uh, that too. Of course, the the one the one bite. Uh, reviews are fucking awesome the whole quarantine that's the thing i waited for every day because i was quarantined i was listening to regulations i didn't work i worked at the high school so i, I was home uh, so i was watching every day three o'clock literally i would get on majority of them there was even double digit views i was on one of the first motherfuckers and I was always trying to be the first comment. What's that? I got second, but yeah, dude, he kept me sane during that shit. And and, and uh, when he would get gifts during the quarantine, he would get some shit. I was like, damn, boy, you had to shoot some of that shit over here, fool. Like gang, the, I don't drink, but I got a gang the liquor. He got gang his hats and jerseys. Like he got some fucking bad shit. Um, but yeah, the fucking this all this cancel shit. Like, what do you want to make us? Like, you want to make us a bunch of pussies? Like, we, we need fucking fools like Opinion me. We need fools like me that are going to go out there and talk shit and punch someone in the face. We can't just be fucking want to go down the street and, oh, I like boys and girls. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a they. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, whatever, I'm a fucking, whatever the fuck they want to be called, a the, a they, whatever the fuck. I know I'm a fucking guy. I was born a guy. I punch people in the face. I then I talk shit. I say faggot. I call fucking. I say fucking racist jokes. I fucking make homophobic jokes. Um, I fucking make fucking fat people jokes. Uh, fuck it. I need people like that. I think it keeps us on our toes. It keeps us sane. <laughs> the thing but about that is the you said homophobic jokes the gays don't get offended you say racist jokes. Hey, the people that they don't get offended they laugh hey, that's what i said like gay fools I, I posted something the other day uh a gay, i think a gay joke or a gay meme or something and someone's like oh um yeah you know my my niece came out as as a lesbian so i don't mind what the gay jokes dude in one day you cheat i understand where you're coming from but guess what? I got some of my best jokes from gay people. <laughs> I got two gay uncles that are gay and, and four if you count their husbands. And guess what? I love all four of them the same. I, I got I got lesbian fucking cousins. Uh, and, and they're fucking dykes. Uh, which got me, of course, saying dyke got me kicked off Facebook twice in a matter of <laughs> 13 hours uh, or 60 days. Uh, and, and I got fucking... Friends that are fucking this carpet munching and they look the prettiest girl, one of the prettiest girls I got. And gay homies, like, it's fucking. I, I, look, I got black home. Come on, mama. Come on. I got everything. Like, it just doesn't. Hey, wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. Wait up. Come on. Why are you crying, fool? Look at them looking at you. Hi. Tell fuck your mama. Tell fuck See, you. I'm good with babies. I made her stop crying. Hi. Tell fuck your mama. Go, mama. Go, mama. You okay, baby. Pretty baby. Bald headed. Bald headed baby. Mama, she's a fucking bitch. That's going to be the first clear word she says. I'm going to be a bitch. <laughs> She says my name kinda. She says bye. Actually, she says bye clear. She says our names for kind of clear, but I'm, you're gonna know when she says bitch. But yeah, um, oh, okay, I can't remember where we're at. So the the yeah, cancel yeah, culture I and, and yeah, the I thing. Know I know black people. I know the ghettos. Some of the ghettos, black people. I know some of the ghetto Mexicans, and I'm fucking pretty ghetto. I know some of the fucking black little whitewashed fucking. Mexican fools that are whiter than, than my white homie that speaks more Spanish than me. Like, oh, like I love all of them. For I make fun of all of them. Like, like when they're like, someone's like, I, I, so I, I work, I work with kids, and so we have to take like uh, classes on uh, these different cultures and racism and all this. And as we had some lady, and she was so like, institutionalized, like so much in, in like. Not institutionalized, of course, not prison-wise, but school-wise, to where, like, it's, like, whatever the book says. And I told her, like, hey, you know what? Like, and I, I made a joke, like, oh, how come every time they think of a, they think of a, uh, of a, of a pilot, they think of a man. And I was, like, because they don't want to think of their plane crashing if it was a woman driving it. <laughs> and, like, everybody laughed, but she was yeah. just, like, yeah. wow. 
And then I was just like, if she said something else, I said, man, I'm like, I don't see color. And I know like, oh, and that was the one thing they taught us not to say is I don't see color. But if you're cool with me, like, I'm never going to see my black on me. I'm never going to see my, my, I mean, the most likely y'all going to think I'm their Mexican, but I'm not going to see my Mexican home, my white home. I'm like, oh, hey, my, my, my homie Lee. My homie Lee. Ooh, he's a he's a cop. Like who? And then maybe of course I'll describe him like, oh my oh my back friend. Or like I'm never gonna say like oh fucking whoever like I don't I don't I just don't see like I really don't see color. Like if, if we're cool and we get cool then then that's it. We're like I am for you only like I'll protest for you so they happen I'll fucking ride with you if you need I'll just fucking get down with you. If, if you need someone to go get down with you, I'll, I'll, I'll keep your secrets. I'll fucking whatever. But, but so all these fools, I think they're the ones that are, are, are only seeing one thing. Like, they're the ones only seeing, like, oh, all, all black people are. Are that why they got to see it? Like, when comedians or, or fools say that shit, like, you're not saying all black people, bitch. Like, you're the ones thinking that. You're yeah. the one thinking that it's calling all black people fucking fucking fried chicken or all black people are fucking all running from the cops or like no but the comedian not saying that I'm not saying that like you fully saying it you're thinking that the thing about comedy it's that's the thing it's like it's a made up land like so what I say is it's like a book imagine you read fucking I don't know a new book that comes out later this year and it's just saying fucking the n-word saying fucking the worst things you know it's like it's pretend land it doesn't yeah. exist in this world. It does. That's the same thing with comedy. Like the, yeah, there is some truth to their stories, but they're just making it. So it's interesting. They're adding spice to it. They're making it so that you want to listen. And then people come, Oh, you can't say that. Like, yes, you can. Especially in this realm of comedy where you push the boundaries, you go further, you know, you can only go this far. And so the comedians jump on the side, be like, I'm gonna go a little further, see how far I can go. And there's a, and there's these people that, like Joey Diaz, I've, I've known about him for at least 15 years. Uh, I think he's been in the game over 20, 25 years. That is so often. So I think it was like late 90s or mid 90s. He's, he really, really started. I've really known about him maybe since the early 2000s. And, and of course, Joe Rogan, he's been there for a long time, but I've known about him only from the US, UFC, maybe the last 10 years as a comedian and stuff. Deep Point Noy in Part 2 Sports, maybe the last two, three years. And dude, this is a fucking, this is a fucking, a little, this is a little fucking, what is it, a, a little one year couple little, oh, let's fucking cry about this, and it's a little wave, and it's going to be gone. And guess what, all these fools are still going to be here. Mm-hmm. They're also going to be here because they've been here over 20 years, and you're going to come your little wave once every, once every couple of years, trying to make everybody seem to get it, better. It, it like, only makes them good. bigger. It yeah. makes them bigger. Yeah, the more eyes going. going to beat you because David, because Joey D is not going nowhere. Joe Rogan signed an over hundred million dollar contract. He's not going nowhere. Dave Putnoy just fucking made, uh, sold the Barstool Sports for the third time for millions of dollars. Like, this was ain't going nowhere. Get the fuck out of here. We know who you are. Stop crying. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Go scissor each other. Go fucking put the strap on. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want to do. Go suck each other's cocks. Like, most likely they're a bunch of fucking queers and and fags. Like fuck, dude. Shut the fuck up. But um, it's they. To me, it's people that need attention. Yeah. Like want everybody like 
think they're fucking like, oh, I'm so good, I'm so good. Like, I suddenly want people to think like, oh, I don't make fun of nobody, and I don't, I don't, I love everybody. Like, bitch, I fucking, I fucking hate half the people I see every day. Like, it's and that's his life. Like, you're gonna hate motherfuckers. Like, there's motherfuckers out there you're gonna hate. Like, like that you know. Hopefully, like I'm not saying hate somebody because I don't. <laughs> I have to see at work. I just, I just don't like. There's a dyke in the, I'm a holly. I just don't like that bitch. There's, there's a, there's a fucking fools at work. I just don't fucking like. Them. I know him. I met him, and I don't fucking like him. Like, there's, there's people you're not gonna like. There's fucking jokes you're gonna make. Like, you shut the fuck up. We're getting off all that shit. Baseball. Coming back. Two days, we'll be in spring training. And I mean, on spring training, we'll be in fucking uh, practice for three weeks. And then we'll start baseball. Major League Baseball. It's crazy. Back. Uh, Yankees Nationals to open the season for my Yankees. Uh, Gary Cole versus uh, Mad Max. Scherzer, uh, uh, a rematch of, uh, I'm pretty sure, probably one of the the World Series, right? One of the World Series games? I believe so. Oh, not one of the World Series. Yeah, was it? No. Scared? No, no, they were... Where the fuck did Gary Cole Where did we send Gary Cole from? He was with the... Astros. Yeah. Astros, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's a, I'm pretty sure they, they went against each other in the World Series last year. So, I'll be good. I mean, the Yankees are one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the World Series. I think them uh, the Dodgers, right? For the for – the, for, I see some. They're either tied or Yankees. Number one. Uh, I think – The Braves are, like, top four or five, depending, too. On the, yeah, I think, I think I was surprised because number, like, six or, or seven was, like, the Mets. I saw that, too. I yeah. saw them in the top 10 and it threw me off. I was like, fuck, did I miss something where, like, they signed well, a few players? They got, red, they got real red hot, like, at the end of the year. And that's what someone had said. Like, man, if it was, the, like, the last 60 games the last year, the Mets would have probably won the World Series because they got, they got real good after. But, um, yeah, 60 games. I won it. I was hoping for at least half the season. Yeah. Like, if we start in July, how many games would be left? And I was thinking, like, that's almost all-star break. So, that's about, they're about right with what they're doing, 60 games. But... They're still going to push it back. I think they're still going to just push it back a month and give us another 20 games, 82 games. and feel a little bit better. I mean, if the Yankees won the World Series, so 60 games, I don't give a fuck if they play 25 games. They're champs. Uh, and it's going to be, of course, if, if the Yankees win, everybody's going to be talking, yeah, but you guys played fucking 75 games only. Or, or if the fucking Dodgers win, I'm going to see that shit. No, no, no matter who wins, I think it's an asterisk. Yeah, I'm taying it now. Every, no matter every, every asterisk. Because it's, it's like it's like with the with the Rangers, with the Astros and or the Red Sox cheating. All of, hey, everybody cheats. Guess what? They cheated better than us. Uh uh if they, I think if they weren't doing that, we we would have beat them and I think we would have beat the Dodgers even than they did. And but hey, it happened, they beat us. Uh Obviously, it was it was a big thing because they only beat us when they were at home. We smacked them in Yankee Stadium, having like four or five runs, and they only beat us like a five run and a half at their house. So I think we could have took at least one game from their home, and we would have went to the Dodgers and Molly walked them. But hey, that was two three years ago, and another season, good, and finally another season. 
universal DH, which I, we should have always had. We should always have. Which should have had, but the, I think it was the Phillies or the Pirates, their their GM or the owner, when the votes were like in 1980-something or 70-something, when they were voting to do the universal DH, he was actually on a fishing trip, and he did a vote, but he would have voted for the DH. So if he would have went there instead of fishing, we would have been having the universal DH for about 30 years now. I, I like I mean, it. I don't want to see the fucking picture here. I, I, no, I, I just like the strategy of it. I keep that in mind for the baseball fanatics. Like, I like the whole, it's the sixth inning. You got to run around second with the pitcher of like, fuck. Do yeah. we, you know, I like that whole aspect of it. Like, your pitcher comes out early, now you're using more relievers. Was he hot? He was only 80 pitches in. He had another inning yeah. too. I like that part of it. But as far as the hitting, obviously, the, the AL always has more runs. That's why when they play the, the NL, they always whoop them in the fucking the All-Star game in the interleague because they come a full lineup as opposed to having an eight hitter that you're trying to have a contact hitter so that because he's going to get a lot of uh, fastball because he bats in front of the pitcher. You get me? Yeah. So it's a balanced lineup. But for this season, I'm all for the DH. Normally, I'm like, mm, I, could, I like both ways, but I like the NL strategy of it. Yeah, but, but you look at guys like Mike Sosha and – well, it's Mike Sosha and, and uh, even uh, Alex Alex Cora when he was so he's still a, he's still a manager. Didn't he? No, no, Alex Cora got fired. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of these guys are and our guys and, and they play small ball in the in the AL. And this guy seems like the Dodgers are stacked. Who fucking probably wish they had a DH. Yeah, we have Jock and Pollock and and uh, uh, Beatty and 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 uh, Ballinger and and they have Muncy and Turner and and all these guys. And it's like, damn, we still got two bats on the bench. Like that could be playing anywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought Jock when he had when he got traded for a day or two to the Angels, I thought that was a good move on both sides. They get a little. Uh, Dodgers had a little uh, infielder. He was a middle infielder, and then. Because you don't know what, what, what he's going to do, uh, the shortstop. Is, is, is he going to stay healthy again? Uh, gonna be able to, are you going to keep Muncy at, at, at second? He's a big second baseman. Uh, can you, put him, you can put him at first. So, it was, I mean, that, that would have been, been a good good guy again. Then Jock, I think Jock right there with, with – uh, I think he would be good. With, he would have got pitches. He would have been – our pool holes – is the best player from 2010 to, I mean, 2000 to 2010. He's the best player. I think he's a, it was Griffey. If you really want to pick it, it's going to be Griffey, Pujols, Trout. If I had to pick one, I don't see anybody be better than Pujols in that time. Well, no, no allegations, no, nothing. Three MVPs, four MVPs, whatever it is. Fucking, uh, Coming to second place, Barry Bonds three years in a row. My Bonds on roids, which I don't mind. That made, made baseball better. Uh, Pujols was fucking awesome. He's one of my favorite players of all time. He's my top five of all time. He should be everybody's top five of all time. Um, he's got Griffey. I just looked up Griffey's numbers the other day. He went to Cincinnati after that first year he got hurt. Fuck, he would have 800 home runs. Yeah. Uh, because it was those years after he had the first year, he had like 33 and 100 and something. He had like 22, 18. Then he only had like seven because he got hurt that year. Then he had 
Then he had a good, like, 27 home run year. And then he's healthy. All those years are 35, and he goes 750, 800 home runs. No obligations, nothing. Would have got to worry about no fucking, uh, what is the asterisk on, on the side of a, a home run champion or a home run king or nothing. But it happened at the, at the McGuire and, and Sosa and Bonds made the game better. They brought it back from the from the 94 uh, strike season. Strike and, and everybody was dying off. And then these guys just brought it back. And now they want to keep him out of baseball. My favorite pitcher of all time is Roger Clemens. He's they hold him out of the Hall of Fame. Um, and those are the players that helped bring back baseball. And, and it sucks. The guy that kept fucking Jeter out of the unanimous vote, the fucking cocksucker. Probably from Boston or Ali. But yeah, man, I'm pumped fucking having sports back. Basketball's coming back. I'm a Lakers fan now. The last two years. I thought, I always liked basketball. I was a Bulls fan for a long time. But there was this, I was, I, but that whole time when I was became a Bulls fan, I was a Jordan fan. So then I would watch everybody else, and then LeBron came. And like I said, LeBron's the best thing since, since Jordan. Uh, and, and of course, they had Kobe in the middle. And what I've always said is like, when it was Jordan, it was Jordan. There was nobody out there. It was yeah, a question. And it went, but when there was with Kobe, rest in peace, uh, it was always like, is it Tracy McGrady? He had two good years. Tracy McGrady and Kobe, and, and then you had all these other guys winning MVPs, uh, uh, Duncan and, and Nash and, and Garnett, uh, Nowinski, and then you had Shaq winning those three finals MVPs. So, like, what's Kobe? Was it? I, I thought it was Jordan, Shaq for about two, three years. I think it was Kobe, but it was never Kobe number one. It was Kobe, Trace McGrady one A, Kobe, Nash one A, Nash one A, Barnett one A, Dirk the close to, because uh, they're winning. And, 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 but I think he's one of the greatest. I think, I think someone left him, ESPN left him off the top 10 or top five or something. I think he's easily. Number three, four, the lowest number four. Uh, but yeah, that's how I became a well. That's how I became a Lakers fan the last two years. Is LeBron being you know, a LeBron fan, following him, and I noticed I did go against LeBron when they played the Bulls, the Bulls in, in the Eastern Conference Finals in like 2011 or so, 2010, uh, when and Rose was last year really healthy, but yeah. I've been, I've been a LeBron fan and huge LeBron fan. So I decided we can not lay him and this opportunity to jump ship. And when LeBron's gone, I don't know. But <laughs> I think, but I think he got, I think he got uh, three, four more years left in him. And I think, uh, I think uh, one or two more world championships for this solidified spot as number two, which is it bad. Number two all time in anything is it bad. I just think he's, he's done so much with he's done fucking easy fucking there was never a doubt for his the last couple of years but like oh is it Durant or is it not even Harden he was smoking mostly Durant but I think during those fucking 20s like it was him and nobody else like when it was just 
because I mean, when it was just uh, Jordan and nobody else. So that's just my thoughts on on basketball, but I'm pumped for that. Football, hopefully they – I think football is going to work something out to where they have fans. You think so? I think it's just, it's just too much of uh, money. So too much. Uh, and they're like, oh, I'm going to sell our fucking commercials for more because more people are going to be watching. But how much money are they going to lose? Or they just, just, how much those facilities or how much those stadiums are? And, 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 and it's everything. I mean, I think, I think they're really going to have to. I mean, we got a couple months. Hopefully, we start getting it going with the economy and, and, and a vaccine and, and beating the curve and it's real far down and we can go 30% capacity at a football game. That's what, 10,000 people, the least 10,000 people. And I think that would be, be cool. I mean, if I sit in the thing and I have fucking – I'll go watch a game if I have two little fucking – Plastic fucking little glass, whatever glass, plastic things right here on the side of me. I have to watch the games because I can't <coughs> cuff to the side. That'll be cool. Like, I mean, spend fucking $500,000 putting fucking things between people and watch the fucking game. I, I mean, like, I think that'll be fucking one thing. I, I heard that is uh, from all oh, NCAA from football. But football's the biggest money maker, yeah. If there's not, they're going to push football back, NCAA, to fucking the kids playing back-to-back football seasons. That means they're going to play in fucking March for four months, whatever it is. March, March, April, May, June, July. They're going to give them a little break. They're going to make them go right back to practice, and then they're going to start again in fucking August or September. And that's what guy coach high school football. So right now, we're not. We can't do shit. Most of us can't. So they're going to go July 20th. I'm sorry. Yeah, July 20th. CIF is going to let us know what's going to happen. They could say, oh, well, we're going to push back football to September. We start uh, mid-August. We're going to push it back to October. Or we're going to push it back to January. There's coaches that talk behind the scenes. I think there's going to be no football this year for high school sports. I think there has to because – I don't care if your Mountain football were on 10 last year and, and scored fucking seven touchdowns all year. You're the biggest money maker for that school. Every school. Uh, or if you're us, of course, us, 16 and 0, win the state championship, you're the biggest money maker in the school. 0 10 or 16 and 0, you're the biggest money maker. It's going to have, have to, it supports the whole ASB, it supports fucking uh, the sports, uh, cheerleading, everything. That's how everybody makes their money. So, in, in, in the first episode, you talked about having somebody that was following that season when you guys got so close and um, about the football team, right? Like it just yeah. happened. And that's crazy, right? Like looking back now, I don't, know if, I, I don't listen to these things, right? But I have a pretty good memory sometimes. And I remember the conversation where you were like, these kids are hungry. You know, we're going to go out there. We got something special. Uh, if you haven't yeah. listened to it, go listen to it. Episode two. There's a lot of great notes, a lot of great things that I get sent all the time. Uh, one of the biggest ones is George saying, make your kids bullyproof. So if you want to make your, go- your kids 
Bullyproof, go listen to that. But just so you get a backstory on this, tell me and the audience how what happened this past year. It's crazy. So I'll start, you know? off, start off from the beginning. So, so it's 2017 season, we get to Armani High School late about March. I'm the only coach there because I'm approved to the district because I'm already a softball coach in the district. I'm the first coach there for about two weeks. Have the kids in the weight room. We're already late. Uh, we go to football season, five and five. We missed the playoffs for the first time. Me as an assistant coach, my head coach as a head coach for in his 12 years at the time. I think it was about 12, 11, 12 years. His first time ever missing the playoffs. And it's, at, and it's like, fuck, I can't believe it. And I went there just walking down the hall and, and it was after they picked the wild card, like the one of wild card teams, but at large teams. And the principal was like, man, we didn't get picked. I was like, nice. And hey, you know what? And then Mr. Uh, Flores. Uh, I told, hey, Flores. I said, you know what? But what we got, we played with a JV team where 80% of our players playing were sophomores. I said, this might, this is coach's first time missing the playoffs, but I think this is going to be the team that gives coaches first CIF championship. So the next year we come in and we fucking score 60 points the first two games. And then fucking San Marino drops 70 on us. We lose like 70, like 32 or something, get our last whoops. We don't lose a game for the rest of the season. We go out there and we dominate Arroyo, the Michigan Valley League Power Arroyo. It was like 28 to oh, it was 30 to 8 at halftime. We were doing whatever we wanted against them. Of course, Miami, we smacked them south to who had dominated Armani for years. It beat us the year before shut us out. We just go out there, 52 to 14. We get to the playoffs in the first round. It's like 66 to 17. Second round, it's uh, and that 17 points was the first time a team scored more than 14 points on us in like eight weeks or longer, yeah, like eight weeks. We second round we play uh Fre Fremont Prep or Fremont Prep or something out there in uh, Laguna Beach or Laguna Hills or something like that. Oh, you're Belinda. Fuck your first play of the game. We scored a touchdown. Second play of the game. We scored a touchdown. Fourth play of the game. We scored a touchdown. We beat them 55 to 0 or 55 to 6. And it was like 47 0 at halftime. Coach, we actually thought the coach was going to uh, try to end the game on the other side. But he said, hey, you could get a running clock the second half. So we had the running clock the whole second half and JV and, and we drove down the field and scored once. And, and I think they scored on us once. I can't remember if we got shut out. They scored on us. So we Molly walked in. And then we come into a team which probably wasn't the same. They were in the same division. Maybe should have been. I think we, should, we could have been a higher division and they could have been even higher than that. They had like three D1 kids. Um, all, all, all black teams from up uh, all along. So. So this team's ghetto as fuck. Not blaming their kind of kids. The coach was a ghetto fucking piece of shit. Uh, so this, so this fucking not disciplined, everything. So at halftime, we're going fucking 40, 42 to 12 at halftime. We're fucking getting our ass fucking smacked. Or 41 12 at halftime, getting our ass smacked. These guys, instead of waiting uh, for the band to, you know, line up on the field or whatever, going around like a normal team does. It has, you know, class or respect. They run through the band, bump into kids, push kids out the way. And our coach is like, hey, coach, what the fuck? Like, dude, what's going on? He's like, and our coach, you didn't hear it. Our coach kind of turned around like, whatever, dude. And he's like, shut up, bitch. And you're like, what? 
on the other coaches are like, hey, who the fuck are you talking to? And we're, our coaches have literally four coaches. And they have like fucking seven, eight, nine coaches. And they're like, what for? Big ass thing breaks out. And you know me, I'm already ready. I'm fucking trying my hardest if I can start taking flight. And I'm talking gang of shit, whatever. They break it up. My cousin and my brother come from the stands. My other coach brother comes from the stands. Like, it gets crazy. Cops come. Gang of cops are there. They talk to me at halftime because I'll talk to gang of shit. And I said, well, like I told him, I said, we could end this whole game and nobody wins the game. Because I don't give a fuck. We're getting their ass whooped. Um, history come. They're talking to me, talking to other coaches. Like, hey, fuck you, fool. They've been disrespectful since they got there. Disrespect our principal because they're on our side of warm-ups. They have them on camera. We have a line in the middle. The coaches are scratching out the fucking line. They're crossing it out with their foot, their shoes. Ghetto fucks. Um, and they're and they're like their coaches are Mexican, black, uh, Samoan, uh, white, and it's just like and they're just fucking scratching their shit out, like, fucking faggots. So whatever. So we come back, we tie it at forty eight, forty eight. Uh, we thought we tied it. We get to the side, they call fucking, uh, what do they call, like, illegal men downfield. So, it's 42-48. They score again. It's like 54, it's like 54-42 final. Uh, and we told them, we're going to fucking see you, cocksuckers. So, the whole year, and that's when I talked to you a little bit after that, the whole year, boys worked hard as fuck. And, and we have one of the best football players ever in the state and in the nation, actually, because he's on Max Preps. He's he's on the top 100 scoring list two times for the, his 2018 and his 2017 season. Number 35 and, now, and 73, right? Yeah, he's like 30, 35th and like yeah, like 73rd or something. So it's not like he's all the way on the bottom. He's 35th all time, all yeah. time. And it's like a, he's on there with like the team with Tomlinson and, and – all these other dudes. So, so we have Devon Booth, we have Abel Cuela. Uh, we get in a pair of transfers that came over because they wanted to win. Actually, one wasn't even going to play football. Uh, my homeboy's son, he ends up coming over, DJ Reyes, and then Marcos Montoya from South, who his girlfriend went to the school. Uh, the coach, they're fucking idiots to South. He wanted to get away from him. He came over. He missed five games. He missed the first five games. <laughs> Played mostly defense for us. He made an impact. I mean, I think there's a lot of kids that could have played and, and done the same, but he came and he started. He made all the – and we just had guys that been there three years working hard, working their ass off, running the double-wing offense, which is ugly and nobody runs. Everybody wants to run the spread and, and throw the ball and be fucking uh, um, Mahomes and, and all these guys. But we don't got, we don't, we don't got Sunday, Sunday morning talent, home. We got Friday night talent. And we got blue collar kids that fucking just pound, that just work hard, and and are tough as fuck. And we pounded every fucking team. Our closest game was uh, Royal, where we had 150 yards of penalties, and we won like 25 to 21 or something. But we played Orange Vista, who had uh, two D1 defensive defensive uh, linemen, offensive linemen. One going to Cal, one going to Oregon, six foot three, six foot four, uh, 275 pounds. Uh, third quarter, I seen one tap out 
literally crawl, crawl off the field. And the other one, I don't think he came out the second half. He didn't go into the game. Uh, coach after the game, one of their coaches from Orange Vista after the game says, hey, coach, that's our head coach. I can make your kids so tough. I can't do that. I have so much talent. But your toughness is beat our ass. We beat them. That was supposed to be our wake-up card. But again, the boards, why not money to lose? All the Royal Satamani faithful. A lot of Mountain View was for us. All uh, the Royal and, and the Rosemary Crybaby coaches. They wanted us to lose, and we beat them like 36-6. Molly Wapa. Going to league, all the same except the Royal game. Um, Mountain View was an embarrassment this year, worse than ever. Uh, Satamani, same thing. Uh, I always made them look that way because they're all beating each other. I mean, it's the Mountain View because the South is beating. Rose me, but Rose beat a Royal, and they rose the Royal beat South, and Gabrielino beat South, but they got everybody out. You know, it's just, it was just crazy, but we whipped all their asses. Uh, and then we go into, and then the, like the Royals, like, oh, our running back's better than yours. He had 190 yards. Yeah, we carried the ball 40 times. Devon carried the ball 13 times. They had 200 yards. <laughs> like, come on. But um, going to the playoffs, the first round. We beat them uh, 68 to 20. Second round, it's and we, and it's and it's just our year. Every round, we have to do a point flip. After the first round, we got to do a point flip. So we went a point flip. The second round, we get home game again. And the semifinals, we play. Either we're gonna play Real Honda Prep with our neighbors, or we're gonna play Drupa Hills. If we play Drupa Hills, we stay home. We play Real Honda. We got to go there, which will most likely still be a home game because. We gotta drive up the street. So we're gonna take everybody with us, right? So semifinals, we go get Drupal Hills Beach Real Rio Hondo's talking shit all year. We run we run the ball better than this one. We haven't lost a game. They lost to Drupal Hills. Everybody wanted to see us in that Real Honda prep. We we would have beat them bad, but everybody wanted to see it, but they lost. So we played Drupal Hills. Studs. Studs. They're like us, tough kids. They got beer kids, though. They have a couple brothers on the team, Mexican kids as a quarterback. Yeah, they got dudes. Uh, even white boys. That defensive lineman, nose tackle, that was easy, 6'5", 330 pounds. He tapped out after the first half. I knew it was a close game. But we ended up uh, – we got a rough in the passer call on fourth and goal. Put them on the two-yard line, not even the two, like the one-yard line. Um, if they score, they tie the game. And now they got to just kick a field goal or two-point conversion. They got the lead. Literally three minutes on the clock. So they go. They get four more plays to score. One, stuff. Two, stuff. Third one, fucking our freshman middle linebacker, Jonathan Lopez, knocks the ball out, and our freshman safety gets the ball. In the phone, in the phone of fumble recovery, and after actually on that fourth and goal, he caught the interception that would have stopped the game, but it was a rough in the passer. So we drive, we still got to drive, we still got to run off the clock. So we drive, boom, these kids, their team's playing hard, we're playing hard, they're stopping us every three, four yards, boom, boom. So they still got a chance, they've got a chance, and you look, and if we get one more first down, they don't got no more timeouts, and we're like third and eight, and uh, the bamboo rushes, hits it. 15 yards, first down, fucking win the game. So during that time, in about the second quarter, maybe the second half, 
the Officer Garcia comes with a all along to an Orange Vista, who we had argued Orange Vista and all along to him beat us last year, got in a fight and they stopped the game. It was 41 to 0 at halftime. Alonso, who we wanted to play for fucking 15 weeks already, 14 weeks, um, they stopped the game. They decreased disqualified both teams. So this game right now is probably for the CIF championship. So I know, a couple of the coaches know, none of the kids know. So we wait till after, and, and the principal, probably prematurely, but announces that Almani is the 2019 CIF champs. Still had a way for the for the CIF to review all everything, and they reviewed it, and it was obvious they were they were going to get kicked out of the playoffs. So we win a CIF championship uh, without playing a game. We're thirteen and zero. We're scoring fifty points a game. Uh, all along, we've been wanting them all year, and that so like, oh, you won it by default. I'm telling you right now, we would have fucking hurt that team. We would hurt Alonso. I said that shit all year. I knew I knew Arroyo was going to be a tough one because they're not used to losing to uh, Armani, especially two years in a row. Um, and I knew that we were going to fucking annihilate Alonso. That's what we were waiting for, and it did happen. Uh, it sucks. It sucks we won that way, but guess what? The next week, we played one of the best teams in the state in San Diego, Sarah High School. Well, Sarah High School in San Diego. Uh, big motherfuckers. Just like us. Hit the weight room. Big athletic fucks, and we just fucking again just win the boring amount, and we end up beating them. Uh, close game. I think uh, were they up at halftime? Might have been up at halftime, or was that or was that uh, group of hills? But it was a tough game. We beat them, and we become Southern California champions. And then we take a oh, I drive twelve hours. The bus was another two, actually two hours to uh, up to the last well. Arcada first. That's where we stood in the week. It was in Crescent City where the game was. The last city in California. It's like, if I'm a Covina, I drive to Almani over there. If I'm, a, if I'm a Crescent City and I drive to the next city, I'm in Oregon. And we go out there and we play a tough team that's just like us. Just, but they weren't. And we beat them. It was 20 to 0 halftime or something like that. 18 to 0 halftime. We ended up beating them like, I think it was 30. 32 to 6 or 8 or something. Uh, mud Bowl. It was this mud everywhere. They ran kind of like the same offense as us. They pounded the rock. They played tough. Uh, but our boys just, just go to Romero Productions on YouTube and you can watch every game except the Roseby game because his mom passed away that week. So he rec uh, recorded that game, but we fucked them up too. And it was this perfect season 16 and 0. Uh, 15 and 0, whatever you want to say, because we played Alonso 16 and 0. We still got two rings. Haven't got them yet because the, the fucking uh, pandemic shut down the people that were <laughs> making our rings. But I'm going to have a CIF championship and I'm going to have a state championship ring. Uh, all our kids are. And we were the first team in San Gabriel Valley history to win a state championship. And uh, people hate. Uh, they say, yeah, transfers and we have this and that. Guess what? We didn't recruit nobody. Kids came. They wanted to win. We won. Uh, and everybody that's winning are getting kids that want to come and play for them and win. So, but yeah, man, it's fucking, it's been a, it was awesome, kept off the awesome 2019, coming through 2020, and it's fucking, it's crazy. That's awesome. I remember watching the the state championship game 
with a couple of the guys at Progress. Like it was being aired there. Yeah, it was it was fucking you see how muddy it was. I mean it was crazy. I mean I, I think uh I it took me at least two, three months just to really like two weeks just ended football season. It's New Year's already, two weeks later, it's Christmas the next week. It's like football season barely ended. And and you you know we had them in the finals for six years, and, and it was just we're done in November, uh, but we played extra six weeks, and it was just five weeks, and it was just crazy, man. And, and it didn't really get to you that what we did in fucking for months, a couple months later. I'm like, like, dude, like we won a championship, and it's different for me because I wasn't on the staff for the beginning of the year. I got back on the staff during the year uh, because of a lot of stuff and and it still meant as much to me because it felt different but it still meant as much to me because of these are my kids I was with them for three four years and, and it's still fucking awesome though and uh, yeah if we get a ring soon everything's open again I said you should be done if you, by next month or well, mid next month so get those rings and, and if we have a football season go for another pair of rings and uh Actually, if we have another season, it's probably not going to be that deep, so it's probably going to be one ring. So go for another ring, and yeah, man, it's fucking, it's fucking dope. dope. Cause like I, I saw that, cause I saw the, you know, we follow each other on social media. We have each other as friends. I think everywhere, and I saw that article where it's like people are hating, and and you read the comments, and people are still hating. You know, you're talking about it, and yet they go on there, and it's like. So these are kids, you know, these aren't professionals that go on there on Sunday and pay, get paid millions of dollars, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. Like these kids are literally students. Yeah. And these adults go on there and like talk shit for accomplishment they achieved. You know, yeah. nobody, nobody was handed anything. Say what you will about the championship game. They did what it took to get them there. The, the haters will say they could have lost, right? They could have, but they could have also won. Yeah. And these oh, people they beat us last year. They beat you guys last year. Like, yeah, bitch, last year, last year we we fucking this year we're faster. Obviously, so we're better. And then I, I, from the numbers I look at, they did get better. Uh, uh, they had the same dudes. We didn't have the same dudes. We had more dudes now. We had more advanced dudes with guys that the year before were on the team and they didn't play, and now they're playing. So they just give us more dudes to work with, and it's like. I started tripping all those world dudes that uh, well, we would say after the other 16. And then all of them, because there's a lot of them that, that were happy for us. And, and uh, there was even alumni from Almani that just fucking came to me. Good, fucking whatever. No baseball coach. and go fucking suck my cock. Fuck them. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I take that shit personal. And, like, there was some fucking lame-ass fool. His name Jesse. He's a coach at South. He doesn't even coach no more. He's a baseball coach only. But he's just something like, who cares about D12 football? Like, when everything was going on, the investigation, are they going to have a game? And I was like, dog, two years before that, or the year before that, he was coaching at South trying to win a Division 12 championship. So that lame fat fuck over here talking shit. Like, that's such a lame ass up. Because when I see him, I'm going to fucking tell his stupid ass too. Because those are my kids. And it's like, they're, they're like my kids. And it's like, they're fucking down playing what my boys did. Because another team couldn't fucking handle take care of their shit. We're disciplined. Our boys are disciplined and they fucking play hard. So, perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah, you guys were 
13 and over. Oh, you guys were going to be the underdogs. Like, no, we weren't. We were fucking going to annihilate these cocksuckers. It happened, man. Everything happened for a reason. And like I said, at the beginning of the thing, we adapted to the situation. That shit could have got us down. All the shit talking, not playing, but we adapted and we overcame the championship against San Diego uh, and then in Crescent City. And we still went in there. We were 15-0, whatever you want to say, 16-0. and and But the champs, no one's not going to fucking change that shit. Yeah, that's the truth. At the end of the day, you remember first place, you know, like that. That's what, that's, that's what I yeah. tell my kids too. Like, hey, coach, we fucking we're close. Like, no, dude, it's not about being close and, and, and all that shit. Nice, like, like uh, getting far, but you want to win. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's all about winning. Winning is everything. It's the only thing. I mean, I've done a lot of losing in my life. I've done a lot of winning. And I've learned a lot more from winning because I don't want to fucking feel like a loser. I don't want to be a loser, so. Like they say, oh, when you lose, you you uh, learn more. Like, oh, I learned that I don't want it to happen again, motherfucker, because that just means I want to only win. <laughs> so, I mean, the fools that say that are the fools that are used to losing. Uh, I don't want my kids. I don't want the kids that coach or kids I ever have that to think that losing is fine. Because it's not. It happens to everybody, but it's still not okay. Uh, but yeah, man. I think my phone's gonna die. I'm on okay. my phone now. All right. But yeah, man. fucking, uh, sorry, fucking one o'clock. Is it? Yeah, 107. Nice. Yeah, fucking, um, I got my new, uh, that collector's, a collector's page because, you know, I collect shoes, DVDs, pops. Uh, Atlas, I'm, I'm the bad fucking tattooed, bald headed fool, but a lot of shit. I like, I collect the original Power Rangers, pops, and, wrestling and, and DVDs and shoes and nice post shit on there. It's more of a calm, calm page. Uh, I, don't, I don't go talk shit off that page. And I think it's more of a calm page. I go look at other stuff. People that collect uh, tatted collector, right? Tatted collector. collector. Five, seven, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go on there, add that shit. Um, and I got my original page, uh, the real Twinkle Toes, 578. Uh, but yeah, I have a burner page, which I don't tell nobody. So I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> don't forget to log off and go out here. You know, don't for a fucking Kevin Garnett. Yeah, yeah. yeah I go out there and I talk English shit. Um, but yeah, man, that's it. Uh, we go out there, we have a football season, go out there and support our money football. Uh, yeah, man, bully proof your kids. Don't let them be bullied. Tell them punch them in the face. Uh, fuck the cancel culture. Uh, Fuck the Kung Flu. Uh, hopefully tomorrow when I get tested, I get my results back within the 24 hours. And since I'm negative, so I go out on fucking July and blow shit up. And uh, that's it. Thanks for having me. Fuck Thank me. you for coming on. I'm going to uh, go love get some motherfucking tacos if you're out there this weekend and I'm clear to go. All right. I'll like be out there starting Sunday. Uh, next time, let's do one with some... We'll get some bitches on here next time. Some what? Some fucking high nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember, hey, only pretty bitches on our body. Yeah, that's it, man. That's fucking awesome. Still got to link up. Uh, all of us, I know everybody works. Ernie's a lot of times out of out of town. And Eric, they're out of town. Or, or at the time, I'll be coaching. Or, or you'll be working. Or you're far. But, yeah, man, right now, maybe be a time we call link up and, and, and hopefully enough and now for like 
twice. You know, you guys together, but we're at a fundraiser for 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 somebody that had passed away. Hopefully, it's sit down a buffalo wild wings with some wings and I don't drink, but I'll get some fucking Pepsi and drink some pistols and kick it. Watch some baseball with no fans or or youths. No, not you. I like going to Buffalo when you can watch UFC and fucking cool the fucking jerk offs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baseball, basketball, something and fucking. Yeah, man. All right, George, thank you for coming on. This isn't the South How podcast, yeah. but it's a little tradition we do around here called Words of Wisdom. It could be about anything and about everything. So whatever you feel in your heart. Uh, bulletproof your kids, man. Punch him. Don't um, punch him in the face. Let's end it on that note. Grab life by the horns. 2020 vision. Thank you for listening. Remember, if no one loves you, Hector loves you. See you next time. Look at easy.